Music is the center of attention in the latest Halloween Month episode as the band Cookie Crush Nuts dials in to talk about their music, videos, and favorite swears. Then, we dig into the world of audio urban legends and discuss costumes galore. And of course, we have the second installment of Star Wars, The Sexual Adventures of Earl Hall. podcast here are your hosts scott bear and jeremiah so johnson just on twitter before we were uh, jumping onto the show and i saw that trending right now on twitter is hashtag boycott star wars 7 is it because it's going to be so so amazing uh well we record on mondays and it's because the trailer's coming out tonight and apparently some people on twitter have decided that the uh the new movie is too racially diverse and have likened oh. it to uh white genocide you know it's about time people started standing up for the white man I know it's an unspoken majority. It's just like, <laughs> what? We had that one movie where it wasn't all white people. Enough is enough. Let's go ahead. Come on. I wonder if these are people that skip like all of the Star Wars movies besides A New Hope. Because I'm pretty sure that's the only movie in the Star Wars franchise that's completely white. Do they, do they assume like if you shave Chewbacca, he's white underneath? And if you like, do they just assume everything is white you in the galaxy? To. Even these beings that you, that are Heck, like I mean, sentient? Like Greedo is green, you know, you got different colored people. Piece of shit. Do the Greedo? colors not count if they're not people colors? Uh, I know, it's I, just that just takes them out of the element. They're like, oh, just, just an alien. But man, a person is, that doesn't have, that isn't white. I know, yeah. this is the second time now in like under a month where Star Wars has come under fire for something. First, it was uh, Earl Hall, as we all heard last week. He uh, he doesn't, well, we heard several times. We've talked several, about several it a bunch. Times. He's, he's he, ongoing. He hates Star Wars because, you know, it had a gay character now, or several gay characters actually in the literature, yeah. the books. Yeah. So uh, we last week, as you heard, did part one of our uh, erotic fan fiction about Earl Hall and his adventures in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we Halloween themed it. We created Death Day, which is now canon, I believe. It is, yeah. I, I got we got in touch with uh, whoever it is that runs that shit now. I would love to say George Lucas, JJ Abrams. But I was I was just gonna say I think just uh, Disney, just Disney. Yeah, yeah. but um, got yeah. in touch with Disney and they were like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Sure. And we hope you guys all liked uh, last week's dramatic reading uh, because we're just about to jump right into part two. That's right. We got part wanna... two now. Just just like the movies, you know, starts getting a little darker. Yep. So you know, last last week, you know, I'm not gonna say it was PG by any means, but you know, we're starting to get really into the deep. This is the Empire Strikes Earl, Back. Earl Hall right now. So this is, um, uh, if we're ready to jump right into it, I am. Uh, yeah. This is the sexual, Star Wars, The Sexual Adventures of Earl Hall, Part 2. Enjoy. Deep below the towering skyscrapers of Coruscant lies an underworld, rife with a ruthless criminal element, hidden from the reach of daylight. It is here that we find Earl Hall, former propaganda specialist for the Empire. Shunned by the masses following his humiliating outing as a bolt screwer, Earl had no choice but to descend and take up residence amongst the outcasts, only able to find employment as a sex worker. It is here that Earl has been left to ponder his life choices. It is here where we pick up his story. We have all of 
west inside. Watch for only five creds. Partake for 15. Barks the creature, standing in front of a gyrating Earl Hall, now dressed in only a fishnet body stocking. He'll do anything for 15. And oh, hey, hey, droids are two for one, guys. Droids are two for one. He was directing his attention at a group of droids, rusty in color, and clearly forgotten about under the city. Oh, thanks. He looks used up. Well, we have plenty more inside. It just... The pitch fell on deaf audio receptors as the droids clunked off. Damn it! The creature stormed inside and pulled Earl off the stage, out from under the red lights, to the side into a private room. Dumb fuck stump, I told you sexy. Sexy! What you doing? That's not sexy. You told me you know what you know. So far, I see nothing. I'm trying my best, I swear. Earl responded, half ashamed, half frustrated. It's this getup. How am I supposed to wave my fuck stink out properly when I can't even hold my balls in? He had a point. The space pimp looked down at Earl's package and noticed both testicles had popped through the fishnet holes and were starting to chafe. Well, you've got the rest of the evening to get your act together and bring in some good business, or don't even bother coming in tomorrow. I understand. My name is Earl Hall, not Fuckstump. Earl muttered under his breath while turning his head away. Excuse me? Do you have something to say? Fuck. Stump. He said, punctuating the given sex name as proof he'd clearly overheard Earl's murmurs. No, sir. How far Earl had fallen. Once designing propaganda for the Empire, now a slave to a space pimp in one of the seediest locations of the Undercity. Earl was about to climb back into the shop window when a commotion could be heard from the front of the club. The space pimp pushed aside the beaded curtains leading from the private room to the main stage to investigate. Earl heard what he interpreted as a space pimp apologizing or sucking up. He peered around the curtain to see a powerful looking being backed by a group of protective droids, all carrying large weapons and they were speaking to the space pimp like they owned the place. Did they? Earl pondered this, thinking perhaps these were the high-ranking members of the gang that ran this seedy venture. My member is throbbing and needs alleviating. Show me to your best mouth, the apparent leader of the gang shouted. Well, we're a bit short-staffed at this hour. Uh, allow me to call in some of my top-tier talent. I assure you, you don't want what is currently on the menu. I, I swear to you that, the space pimp pleaded. Let me be the judge of that. The leader pushed his way past the space pimp and into Earl's room. What have we here? Fresh? Excuse me? Earl asked nervously. Dead ass. Is it fresh? I, I, I guess so. Uh, fresh, fresh, yes. No, very fresh. Uh, fucked very little this week. Uh, mostly by droids, even. So very little organic matter has penetrated fuck stump here. Space Pimp assured the leader. You think you can take all of us? The leader held open the curtain as half a dozen guard droids entered the room. I can give it a shot. Earl responded confidently. Don't be so sure. With that, the leader pulled his pants down to reveal a six-tipped, four-shaft barbed penis, the width of a droid's leg. It's a hive creature. You know what that means? One brain to control all these fuckslings. Now, let's see about unfreshing that tasty, tasty ass. The hive dong splashed various acidic fluids in all of Earl's orifices to lubricate before thrusting, flailing like an epileptic octopus. Holy, wow, got Earl screamed in ecstasy. I can't believe I've wasted so much of my life on droids when I could have been huffing serpentine cock like this. As if that was their cue, the droids sprang to action, their lower extremities opening up. It appeared the droids had been custom retrofitted with giant cock-shaped drills, all of which competed for what was left of Earl's openings. After a solid 40 minutes of non-stop fucking, sucking, squirming, and sperming, the droids let off a synchronized blast of fluids on Earl's worn-out face and back. 
The sight of this excited the leader's hive member so that it finished with a growl. The leader fell back, winded on the couch to catch his breath. He got up from the couch and led his droids through the curtain and back into the club. Earl could hear the leader conversing with the space pimp. Uh, he's a good one. Make sure you keep him available for me. I'll be back next week for more of the same. <laughs> the leader then made his way out the front door and back onto the street. Earl picked up a hefty portion of what he believed was part of his asshole from the ground and slid around in the soggy aftermath of the interspecies gangbang before finally catching his footing. Slowly from around the corner, the space pimp peeped in. So, 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 d did I earn my keep? Earl panted. A brief pause, then reluctantly, Yeah, you can come in tomorrow. Now for fuck's sake, clean yourself up. You covered ass in a droid cub. End part two. Hope you all enjoyed part two of the fan fiction, and uh, that was episode two, really. Uh, or well, if you it call is. it episode two, people might think with the no, classic no. trilogy structure, there's going to be an episode three, that, that's and that's, true. that's not happening. Yeah, well, we don't yet. think it is. We're, we're, I mean, we're not saying it won't. We're not saying J.J. Abrams comes knocking on our door. We won't fucking make one of these. Uh, they are fun to produce. I do have to say that, and uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe one of these days we'll figure out an ending. It seemed like there's an ending to Earl Hall based on the end of that, but who knows? There's always uh, uh, openings, <laughs> uh, or you know, a whole new saga. Who knows? But, yeah, who but knows? Anyway, it's fun. Open ended, just like Earl Hall. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's. that's <laughs> I had to like mouth the word wow. I'm sorry, it's a podcast. You couldn't see that. Uh, well, could, okay, here's the thing you have to remember. They just heard that second fan fiction. Okay, yes. uh, we're 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 doing this all kind of disjointed because we're gonna piece that in. But people just heard that, so I'm pretty sure if they haven't said wow yet and they're still with us, that's fucking fine. Yeah. Open ended Earl Hall, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but that's that for that. And we'll you know let us know how you feel about that. We'll be posting those up separately, probably on the site at some point, so you can yep. listen to those and share we'll, them out. We'll throw it up under mini pods so yeah. you guys can enjoy them by themselves and um, not have to listen oh, to the I, entire episode again and i did want to just give a shout out too because uh we weren't sure who we were going to get originally before we recorded last week's um so i couldn't mention it on the air but uh that was the announcer we actually got uh kyle brock again from uh fiverr who has been working on some other cool stuff as way and as well and we that's midwave correct midwave, correct and he did the uh girl watcher fun stuff so he's all over the the voice scene and obviously does a pretty awesome job he nailed that uh i gave him like a snippet like can you do it and he's like fuck it yeah and 24 hours later it was there so i just wanted to give a shout out to him again um awesome so uh this is sort of uh outside of just fan fiction we're kind of making this at least the first half of it a kind of a music centric episode we are we are definitely and uh since it's halloween month and you and i are both obsessed with the uh holiday of halloween absolutely uh we got the band cookie crotch nuts on the show today uh they're a little bit of what you would call a horror-esque uh, rock band their videos all have them featuring various masks they love spooky stuff if you go to their youtube page they have some fun little videos where they're doing various uh, comedy bits, if you will, to, yeah. to spooky sounds and spooky Halloween music. Uh, they're very tis the season. Yeah. And uh, what we're going to be uh, talking about is their their art, their, their love for the art. And, um, well, if you're curious who they are, here's a sample of what they sound like. Clap your hands and stomp your feet. Bury your face and hurt my cheeks. Now that you're down in her seat. Now, uh, before we get into talking to them, here's a little background on the group. Uh, they formed back in 97, and it uh, looks like around 2007, they got really serious, and they put out their first album, 
And since then, they have a second album that is currently on Kickstarter. And um, you know what? They could probably explain who they are and what they do a lot better than I can. I so let's just can. jump right in. All right, we're here with Cookie Crotch Nuts. They're a band that we have been accidentally calling metal for a few days now. Um, apparently, you guys have discovered a new genre, heavy plastic. And uh, we're here with two of the members. Would you like you guys uh, to introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Johnny Thrust, lead vocals. Wick Nice. Uh, I just kind of exist. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, there's more than just the two of you. You're missing a few members here today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the talented ones. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys feel like shouting them out? Or are we just going <laughs> to pretend they don't The guys exist? in the cage, number one, yeah, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nice because we get free reign to talk shit about them and then they could listen to it later. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them how we really feel. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Mud Whistle, our guitarist. Uh, Ace of Bass. He, play, uh, he plays a triangle. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and, Great uh, name. <laughs> Mr. Fister. I love you, man. And um, my, my homeboy, Spunk Injector. Uh, he will be missed. Oh man, what what happened to Spunk Injector? They just you um, mean he's just not there tonight, or just like he will be missed if something happened. He's at work, working for, slaving for the corporation. A fate worse than death. Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a gynecologist, so it ain't too big of a deal for him. Oh, that's not bad then. Spunk Injector, the gynecologist. <laughs> that's uh i hope i yeah hope that stays out of the workplace all right that's a conversation started <laughs> yeah yeah what do you do well he's fucking spunk injector i walk <laughs> up with pussies all day hey he's got, a, he's got a fucking belt like batman but it's just got like turkey basters and <laughs> oh like uh speculums or whatever those fucking things are called where you just like plaster open people's assholes and vaginas yeah, yeah. That, those th those things are great man yeah the utility, <laughs> uh, utility belt yeah um, so yeah, heavy plastic. How'd that, how'd that happen? Yeah, what is that? Uh, well, cause typically we're not really, uh, like metal metal or whatever. I see a lot of people online all the time complaining about, oh, that, that's not metal fucking iced earth is metal. Fuck you. Iced so earth. We, uh. I like how nice Kermit. Pole. I like how Kermit <laughs> just showed up and was like, got a real like serious about metal. Like, hey guys, hey, yeah, fucking <laughs> ice earth is what it's fucking all about, guys. Man, we're here yeah. to report the metal news. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Well, basically to go around that. Uh, we're we, fake. We coined the term heavy plastic because we are kind of fake. We got a lot of heavy synth-driven stuff, and it's not like your typical industrial, I guess, metal. But it's, I don't know. So that's why we coined that term, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> I like that, because I have been listening to your music, and it's uh, it's definitely original. It's got a great sound. Uh, it's definitely heavy, and I know it can be easily confused for metal right on the surface, but you guys are definitely different. I mean, even your look is just completely different from what other people are doing. I mean, your look is plastic. Yeah, exactly, and, and thanks, man. Appreciate it. Now, uh, how did you guys get together and form this band? Like, is there, a, is there an origin story? There is, uh, me and Spunk went into a business operation, and, uh, we were originally supposed to be a cereal company, but I put him in charge of ordering the oats and the almond slivers and the little cookie bits, and then he fucking ordered music equipment instead. Oh, Jesus. So we just started You gotta roll music. with it yeah. at that point. Yeah. This was a while ago, wasn't it? Yes. And then as a band, we started in my basement as little fucking shitheads trying to amuse 
uh, our friends and our parents. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> and then you grew up into big shitheads playing music yes. in your in the basement. Yeah, it's actually really good that you guys took it out of the basement so that other people could hear it. Yeah, that was like, uh, yeah, we just said fuck it, let's try it because a lot of people kind of dug it and like, what the fuck? Let's now, do it. Now we have a cult following. Uh, it's like <laughs> all seven people come to every one of our shows. It's great. I see all seven of them tweet every day. They're very passionate. <laughs> a lot of dick Tweeters. pics. A lot of dick pics from your fans. Mostly. Mostly yeah. with, with notes written on the dicks. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like, I love you. And then it's like, stops. And then like, uh, spunk injector or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the sad part is the notes would be longer through Twitter. 140 characters, you know. Yeah. You need to get a bunch of dicks together to fucking get that note. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of dudes touching their dicks together you get 140 characters for that ba- that one band yeah or you get an album called number two <laughs> uh yes number two that's uh currently being kickstarted correct yeah it is uh we have like I, I believe like 13 days left on that and i don't know we're not even halfway so yeah all the help you can give well, I was going to say, maybe we could help change that. We have a good size audience, and maybe if, you know, anyone out there likes good music, uh, like you should, you know, maybe you can go over to the uh, Kickstarter for Cookie Crotch Nuts. It was actually really easy to find just by Googling that. So, uh, number two is the name. album, and yeah, you can donate ten, five, a $100. Anything will help. Hell yeah. Yeah, even, you. yeah, whatever you got, you know, whatever you can afford, a dollar even. Any help is greatly appreciated. <laughs> Will Kickstarter allow change? You know what? Neither of us are really running that too much, if, but if from you, what Mud said, he, they they won't, I guess. My suggestion, if you feel like donating change, is to overhand throw it at your computer screen as hard as you can. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was, I was okay. going to send it, like, in, a, like, an envelope, but, like... Set, be such a dick that like the postage it takes me like to actually send the change costs more than the change itself just to like prove, <laughs> be like yeah take that Blah. and then yeah just to be a dick I found five pesos once and I went to exchange it and they told me I had to pay them to take it <laughs> I was like what the fuck <laughs> like, you, oh, it, like you need that and a roll of nickels to get zero thank you yeah I was all excited I was like this gotta be at least worth a dollar that's oh. amazing that you had negative money yeah. <laughs> with with real currency in your hand. Yes, <laughs> just carrying it around. You owed everyone you met. <laughs> <laughs> now for the Kickstarter, uh, do you guys want to give uh, a few of your limits, your your rewards, like out to our listener audience to maybe entice them? Oh yeah, if you donate the minimum of ten, you will get our bonus album, which is a pretty awesome like collection of everything we have ever done. From our basement days, just really fucking around, and uh, it goes up from there on. We have it labeled in toilet paper uh, quality. Is that bonus got a bunch of prank calls and shit like that? And old music, the bonus album. Yeah, it's got a lot of old music, even some, uh, even some uh, songs from Abusement Park, and uh, I think a couple from Number Two in their original form, which is actually kind of cool nice that actually sounds awesome a lot of original yeah. artwork and just tons of shit the more obviously the more you go up uh you get some unique shit that uh one of a kind stuff yeah one of my pieces of art actually sold which i was surprised it it's a ninja turtle on the toilet <laughs> that's, that's i wonder awesome. if that was, i wonder if that was one of the ones i saw earlier today i was doing a little research on you guys and i did a google image image search which i pretty much do to everything in life 
And uh, I, I just was amazed by all the uh, photoshopped uh, posters, uh, band picks, album covers, etc. that you guys have put together, like the Cookie Crunch box and the uh, the Brady Bunch uh, grid with all of you in it. I, I just love the way you guys approach social media with the, your, your imagery. It's amazing. Do uh, one of you two do that, or is that one of the other band members? Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, that is uh, me, Johnny, and uh, Mud Whistle. We do all the graphic stuff, mostly. Um, we did... Uh, we just started getting into the whole video stuff too. And so. that was our first, the Disgraceland video. That was our first attempt at a music video. Did it all in everything we've done. It's all done ourselves in house. And you know, we haven't haven't gone out and outsourced anything. It's like when we want to get something done, we just research it and fucking do it. So that's great. Yeah, I was curious with the video. I watched it earlier today, and actually, we're gonna go out today on Disgraceland at the end of the show. Um, I was really curious if you guys had hired a director or anything for that because it was really well uh, shot and cut and it was fun. Actually, uh, the person most responsible for the video was Mud Whistle. He plotted it and he pretty, pretty much, much directed was a director. it. He directed it. Uh, me and uh, and Mud and we had a couple of our friends also all shooting and even. Um, yeah, Ace of Base shot a little bit of it. We're, so we're all just participating. We all did a little videographing, and uh, if that's the word for it. But uh, yeah, all edited and cut by Mud Whistle. Pretty, pretty a uh, fucking stellar job for his first time ever making a music video. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll actually uh, we'll embed that in the uh, the show notes for this episode on our website. So if anyone listening wants to uh, go check out the video quickly and easily, you know, you can head over there, and it'll be at the bottom of our show notes. Um, and also, I saw your other two YouTube videos that were right below it. The uh, the the spooky one, I, I gotta say, made me laugh my ass off. Uh, you guys, you guys have a high appreciation for Halloween and horror and fun and funny. It, it, it shows. Yeah, that was our uh, intro video for our last Halloween show. We whipped up real quick. We usually always play a show on Halloween every year. We try. Uh, we did take the last year or two off to write number two, but. Yeah, it's we love fucking Halloween, man. Especially you can get away with so much. <laughs> um, let's see. Do you guys have any upcoming shows or plugs or anything besides the Kickstarter you'd like to push people towards violently? Why, yes, we do. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> we have a Halloween show coming up on Halloween night, Saturday, at Hat Tricks in downtown Kenosha. Buy your plane tickets now. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, and there's... It's a pretty cool bar. It's like a freaking. They got it done up like a cave, so it's it's wild. It's fitting for Halloween. Yeah, they play darts and cool. Uh, yeah, that's our only scheduled show. Um, after, I think we're gonna digitally release our our number two album shortly after that scheduled show. Yeah, this one's gonna be like a more of a plug and play show, and then we're we're kind of taking a little break because. Um, we're getting a lot of stuff ready to set our shows up more like a sketch comedy concert, and it's oh, gonna be cool. It's gonna be amazing. As far as break, I mean, like one month, two <laughs> months, a short break yeah. after this Halloween show. This is just kind of to bust back out and get some attention drawn to our Kickstarter and our our upcoming album number two. Uh, we had to do something to fucking go out there live and get some 
hype going in our hometown anyways. So it sounds like by the by the new year you'll be having some kind of new uh interesting live type of material to be to be That's, showing folks. Yeah, that is the plan. Yeah, our goal is to be way more than entertaining. And as far as plugs go, uh, we have them in a different array of size and colors and uh, I'm wearing one right now. Did you do you wear plugs or do you uh that that way okay I don't know if that was the terminology you wear plugs but uh, yeah you just well you stuff you lube up the tip yeah and uh, you shove it in your ass yeah I was just thought of, like I I inserted them I stuffed them or something like that. I never thought That's... about wearing them like they were an accessory but I guess you're right yeah like <laughs> a like a whole necklace of of plugs you, you then, don't just yeah. wear one at work like during the day uh well I mean I, could, I I could I just didn't know that it was wearing it if it's inside of you. Oh, yeah, that counts. I think people usually wear them to prevent anal seepage if they've been terrorized down there too much. I think, have you guys ever seen uh, Yo Gabba Gabba? Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Butt plugs galore. Is is it me or is that the girl character like a giant butt plug? And then there's that. There's that French tickling one-eyed dildo. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, just a bunch of, like, LSD perverts. You're like, let's make a fucking show for kids. I, I yeah. seriously think that's what it is. Yeah. Who's like a French tickler dildo guy? <laughs> and they're like a butt plug, and she sings. And they're like, yeah, gabba, gabba. And we'll have Jack Black and Elijah Wood on, and fucking it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that this is going to bring the interview to a close. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to uh, randomly shout out before we call it quits? Oh, boy. What's your favorite swear? Each of you say your favorite swear. Ooh, I like that. Mm, man, that's a tough one. Mine's Ooh. actually cunt hammer. Cunt hammer. Okay, that's a good one. I like, okay. I like it when I like you combine, that. like, because uh, I like combining uh, a real swear with, like, a random word, like, you know, yeah. fuck, fuck cabbage or something like that. I, I like the imagery. Yeah. yeah. Cunt hammer's my shit. I say it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, actually, it's funny because one of my favorites has been Hyman Smasher. Dude, we are, we're on the same page. Yeah, man. Fucking kindred spirits. <laughs> I, Johnny? I don't know. I couldn't even. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to be very conservative. And I'm gonna say, butthole. That's just butthole. We're waiting for more. We're waiting for more. <laughs> no, that's it. That's your favorite <laughs> swear is because it, it, it's it's because it's, it's so hilarious that it's just not. Yeah, it's like the 1930s. Hey, yeah, stop being such a butthole and treat my uh, adult goosebumps already. Man. Yeah, we call it. It might we, as well be a swear with how yeah, PC you, everything is. Yeah. Johnny is notorious yeah. for that. Like, hey, you fucking meathead. Like, <laughs> yeah. Calling hey, people. Calling people those old terms that aren't really that offensive, damn but blockhead, <laughs> blockhead. Yeah, those are f- like funny though. I like those, but like yeah, uh, yeah. I like the old yeah. old timey terms because people 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 are taking up like a, a back way more with those. Oh yeah, it'll make them think. Yeah, because people are like yeah, I'm used to be calling a motherfucker all the time or whatever. But when you're like yeah, you meathead or you blockhead or something like that, that's yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you feel like it. Fucking just go check us out. I'm talking to whoever's. Yeah, Whoever's awesome. listening, I mean, uh, Cookie Crotch Nuts, uh, we appreciate fucking you guys having us on for sure. It's uh, Also, look, uh, keep an eye out for more videos. We're definitely doing a lot more videos for this upcoming album. Hell yeah. Now, if uh, if someone comes to your Halloween show and says they heard you on the Lost Stone podcast, do they get a little something special? Definitely. Sure. Handjob, parking lot. <laughs> Handjob and a parking lot. You hear that, lot. ladies? Wow. You hear that, ladies? <laughs> free free parking lot. <laughs> yeah, the parking lot's easy. I just come to your house with a can of spray paint. <laughs> Put lines. 
put lines everywhere. Yeah, you got to <laughs> fuck a parking lot. Yeah. Oh, another, another thing I kind of wanted to put out there is, like, if we don't meet our Kickstarter goals, that will set us back. So we were shooting for the album release to be uh, early November here, but it's probably going to be pushed back if we don't make that. Well, Which we, we, we want to see it, so I hope I hope everybody gets out there and, and, and tosses a couple bucks your way because I want to see it sooner yeah. rather than later. Definitely, we've For been sure. funding it all our own, and we we're still paying off the guy who actually recorded it. So, um, yeah, shout out to Angry Man Productions, man. Yeah, Angry Man Productions, Brad Dousman, he's badass recording. He, yeah. Oh, just because you're shouting him out doesn't mean he's going to break your legs any quicker. <laughs> <laughs> he's still coming for you. Yeah. That's it. You don't owe us any money. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so anyone out there listening, please go check out Cookie Crotch Nuts. You can find them anywhere that you type in those words because nothing <laughs> else brings up anything but them. Yes. yes. <laughs> we gotta start, tag- we gotta start tagging some fucked up shit under our name, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't getting pictures of Bieber when I typed that in. <laughs> we definitely should tag him, though. Yeah. Start meta-tagging photos of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll Photoshop some of us in there with him. <laughs> nice, nice. We'll look forward to that. Uh, yeah, once again, thanks, guys, for uh, for popping on uh, and also being part of the Halloween month, which is one of our favorite months, or is the favorite month on the Lost at Home podcast here. So uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to sit down and share you awesome music and uh swears with us as well definitely thank you guys thank you guys love you all right thanks <laughs> thank you and we hope you all enjoyed that interview with cookie crotch nuts we certainly enjoyed having them on the show yeah and keep your eyes uh or uh, eyes and ears open they're both they're kind of uh they're multimedia you want to yeah you definitely want to go check hear. out their yeah. videos uh for more of their stuff and, and they're pretty damn cool so all right so uh we're gonna move along to the av club and normally this goes at the end of the show but we've turned it into a halloween discussion piece uh, Wavy Club! Ooh. I like that. Wavy Club! Boom, 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 boom. That's the opening of the segment. <laughs> I had to explain that because it was nothing musical behind it. No, no, the no. Wailings no. Of, a, of a ghost. But this is a. Um, the majority of this segment is musical. I've thrown a couple of video clips at the very end that we're going to discuss, but. Uh, Let's have you start this off. What are we yeah. looking at here? Well, like, like you mentioned, it's going to be kind of a music-heavy show. We knew that we were going to be interviewing a band. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, you had done a, a bit on haunted paintings and stuff like that. And I was like, I oh, did. Me- probably the dumbest idea in podcast history. Let's talk <laughs> about pictures. <laughs> okay, that's true. So uh, next, next week, I'll describe what drawings look like that I did last week. <laughs> Let's, let's just like watch a movie and describe what's happening on the screen to people or not just laugh <laughs> actually that's a commentary and I like those stop making jokes about commentaries commentary but if you just had to listen to just the commentary and not see the movie too though you want me to do a commentary for this episode I think we're, we're underneath this I just talk about how much I hate you if you want if you want I can uh, export it and we'll both do separate director's commentaries <laughs> underneath it it'll be the most fucking horrible there'll be three ver- three versions for everybody one of them just be i'll be like listen to that stupid dumb dumb talk huh that fucking horseradish face yeah horseradish face i like that yeah i think we Root said something about horseradish and a pussy at one point so that that word's been popping up ever since then papa i'm gonna see if i can pop the that's pop a spicy screen. a pussy it's a spicy pussy uh, so music, right? Um, you gotta love Italians. They're the last racial group you can pick on and be racist about because they're white. Ish, yeah, yeah. I don't think you needed that ish. I think that just proves something about you. <laughs> yeah, they ain't as white as me. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Uh, they're too white for the Star Wars universe, if that tells you anything. Yeah. Um, they never... Yeah, you notice? There's no Italians in the Star Wars universe. They're all uh, fixing the... Hey, Luke, you give me that lightsaber. Hey, I'll take out the, the Siths. Uh, maybe they just have lost that ridiculous cartoony <laughs> accent, finally. Uh, as a nation? As a people? As a people, yeah. Why not? In schools, they had enunciation classes instead of cursive. Yeah, no, you sound like a dumb, dumb Italian. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, what, that's what cursive got replaced with. Actually, we're talking about in a galaxy a long, far away, long time ago, or whatever the thing is. I know, I know, Star Wars. Um, I, I actually, when I was writing the fan fiction, I like, I did. I'm surprised so, you didn't call me for reference points because I could practically recite all six movies. Dude, uh, no, and, uh, and the thing is, though, I I thought about doing that, and really, what I did is I found I I started with your Coruscant. Uh, thing there and I, that I kind of moved from there to be like okay what's a I know that there's like an underbelly uh, you know that I can get into and I want him to you know descend into that and then pretty much from there I was like okay from here on it just had to be fucking made up characters because yep, I'm going to fuck something up and some Star Wars nerd's going to be like that's not so slow and that was 3,000 years ago how was that person over Jabba the Hutt oh we're still going to get that I mean I mean you're lucky you included the fact that uh, the CD underbelly of Coruscant is level 1313 Oh yeah, you're well, you very know, lucky to have included that. You know, it's funny that I actually included that because that was part of the because uh, it was a video game, like, yeah. Right, right? Yeah. So that was actually never a big came part. Out. That was a big part of my uh, my research. Um, so I I was gonna check with you about all that kind of stuff, and it's a good thing I checked with you, so I knew exactly what to include. Bing, wink, sound. I love how much music we've talked about in the music segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so we're, we're, I'm just okay. trying to keep us back on track. A Cu- couple weeks ago, uh, I you you were you had that stupid fucking picture segment. I was like, this yeah. is this is it's a good concept. But boy, howdy, is that stupid for a fucking I realized podcast. that after I did it. I'm just doing the commentary on top of it now. Although it was of, a good episode, we did get compliments online. Uh, no, and it. actually, I, re- I really liked that uh, piece. We did pretty well for that. We we were t- describing like horror uh, ghost Let's stories. Let's talking about how great we are. Um, and how good uh, last, no, past no, here's the thing is, um, were. It was terrible, so I decided to make it fucking amazing, uh, but not really. Um, mix a little more stuff. So I, I was like, okay, where can, bring the, where can I bring this? Plant a little seed, keep it. I was like, I wonder, you know, urban legends surrounding songs and haunted. haunted it's not songs. so much haunted songs, but cursed songs. Cursed you know, songs. It's not like you can see a ghost on a song. But it was cursed. the mash. It was the monster mash. Oh, fuck, it you was just, a bash. That was number one. You just it ruined it. It was the monster bash. Oh, oh, the monster. Monsters. That's the cursed song you're talking about, right? The, yeah. The, the, the haunted song. That's the one. And you just kind of ruined, you kind of blew the load early, man. Now I don't have anything to go on. You know what? Instead, I'll talk about this one. The Ohio players. Do you know who they are? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> roller coaster of love. You know, love roller coaster. Uh, I've heard of love roller coaster, but I, I remember it from the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack which was where the it was the yeah, Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers. Which is all, That's actually, I believe, the first time I really like got into the song. And then, of course, the, it was originally a hit by the Ohio players. And uh, there's actually, uh, which is funny because it's like a funky, fun, yeah. up, like, oh, this is great. But there's actually like a, a, an urban legend surrounding that song. And that is that uh, if you hear, and it's actually very, very vague, but if you hear, uh, go on the internet and like, it's too vague for me to play over the podcast because if I played the clip, you wouldn't be able to hear what the fuck we're talking about because you have to really listen closely. And by the time it gets recompressed and everything. But if you can look it up, you can look up uh, Ohio Players Woman Murdered. And then put podcast at the end, because <laughs> that's what we do when we want to yeah. make it look like we're not uh, putting uh, creepy shit out there. But anyway, um, you can f- plenty of clips on YouTube that uh, play the, the exact piece, but you supposedly can hear a woman scream on it. Um, and there's all these, like, urban legends around, you know, what exactly happened. Um, this was off of the album Honey, uh, and uh, the cover of the album had a woman dripping honey into, hot honey into her mouth and all this kind of stuff. 
Um, so one of the uh, as one does dripping hot honey into their mouth. Yeah, well, you know, in order to in order for it to drip, I think it needs to be pretty hot, right? Like it needs to be warmed up. Uh, I guess you could do it without it, but sure. you know, it congeals and it gets like it does. and you got to spoon it out. And then it's not sexy just see, seeing a woman eating a fucking <laughs> shoveling honey into her mouth, Ugh. stress digging into a small bear, <laughs> <laughs> beads of sweat on her face. <laughs> Mm. Um, Stress digging into a small bear. It's too bad we have a title already for this episode. Yeah, we could. Uh, we might have to uh, name one of the commentary episodes, maybe. Sure. Um, that we're not going to release. Uh, so anyway, um, supposedly, well, here, not supposedly, uh, there's a few different variations of the urban legend. Uh, people reacted immediately when it came out in the press. The Ohio players, knowing that no, um, no press is bad press, what is it? No publicity is bad publicity, yeah. whatever. Um, didn't actually deny anything about it because they just let it kind of take so off. So what do you hear exactly? You hear someone screaming? It's just like, ah, in the background, ah, kind of in the background, like huh. really, really low. And, uh, and and when you listen to it, it does sound like something that could be out of a horror movie. And I'm like, it's kind of a shrill scream. It's not like a fun rock and roll, like, ah, scream. Huh, interesting. It's, it's pretty creepy. Um, so it turns out, uh, well, the, uh, one of the things that people came up to came to the table with was that the uh original um apparently well a couple of things surrounding the honey actually one of the craziest ones is that the i believe it was like the honey was like so hot and it burned like the per the woman's the model's skin so bad and that like she was peeling her skin off there's chunks of it falling off she was Shrieking, but apparently they were also happy to be recording the album at the same time, <laughs> so they caught that on. And they're like, "Let's keep it." Um, but uh, there's also a um, let's see uh, a rumor going around that uh, a New Jersey YMCA, um, sorry, in uh, around the New Jersey YMCA, that one of the screams of the song was that of a real woman being murdered. Apparently, the song was recorded in the band's apartment, and a woman was killed by an intruder. That was number two. And then uh, uh, somebody um, somebody else noted that the Scream was actually recorded inadvertently. Um, was a cleaning room and sc- a woman screaming as she was stabbed to death during the recording of the song, which doesn't really pan out because if you've ever been in a recording studio, they're supposed to keep sound in and out. So it would have had to have been, you're not just going to bleed uh, a, a scream onto a track. So it seemed like it was pretty on purpose. Um, some people said that it was actually just the band taking a, uh, a like a 911 recording and actually like pasting it in and just getting a sound of a real uh, person screaming. Uh, turns out, as time went on, uh, one of the singers was like, "No, nah, it was just me. I was just, you know, I just did a scream, and I thought it was pretty cool." And it's back in the days of like, you know, eight tracks and sixteen tracks and tape. So you just kept it, huh. and they mixed it back in the mix. <clears throat> That's so, actually hey, kind of interesting, all in all. But but it is like there there was a huge urban legend back in the day. Um, I heard the same thing about the Red Hot Chili Peppers song when they do that little uh, rap breakdown in the middle, where it's like, "Well, big fuck zoom to." Oh, I, 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 what was that? <laughs> I think I was thinking of a different song. Oh, okay. Like a terrible thinking, one. I was thinking of everything. It's like, oh, I'm a double dipper. That oh, part. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Look, I'm a double dipper. Look, tip for my slipper. Yeah, something like that. I yeah. think you can hear someone yeah. orgasming yeah. in the background, like a guy just coming. Yeah, well, it was, it was <laughs> Fleet <but laughs> masturbating on If you listen Anthony to the Earl face, Hall yeah. uh, thing, you'll hear sound similar to it. Yeah, very similar to that. Yeah. And actually, uh, that's because on the Earl Hall piece, actually, a <coughs> woman was murdered in an apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I believe yeah. Earl well, Hall is responsible just, for at least nine murders. Uh, at least, yeah. Open-ended cases. Yeah. <laughs> Open-ended now, because <laughs> uh, I said it once already. Um, Gloomy Sunday. That's a song uh, best known by probably Billie Holiday in the 30s, I believe, or something like that. Uh, actually, not Billie Holiday, but uh, that recorded in the 30s, but it was uh, written in the 30s. Um, it is actually known 
as the Hungarian Suicide Song. And it was composed by a Hungarian pianist pianist, um, and a composer, published in 1933. And uh, the original lyrics had something to do about somebody who wanted to commit suicide following their lover's death. Um, And then over time, it turned out that uh, a bunch of people committed suicide surrounding this song, like uh, after listening to it, such and such. So, of course, an urban legend from back in the uh, early 20th century was born that it, it was a song itself that actually cursed you and, and depressed you so much into committing suicide. Could have been that it was during a uh, war-torn part of, uh, of history. Course. And there's a lot of shitty, terrible things going on the, in Europe the, at the time. You gotta love the correlations people draw from things. We like, did a whole episode like, correlation, yeah, yep. co- correlation and correlation. person causation. died, song played. Happens more than once, song killed them. Yep, absolutely. In that's fact, all it takes is like two instances usually. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. And the Gloomy Sunday <coughs> one, there's a bunch of people who have done versions since. Not very many people have killed themselves around it necessarily since, but there has been a lot of uh, a lot of them did occur around the time the song was created. So it was, uh, you know, uh, they were trying to create that uh, that correlation anyway, or they did create the correlation, just couldn't necessarily uh, dictate that it was the causation. Um, this third one, I'm actually going to play a clip because this okay. one is a weird you, and you should actually see it too because it's really weird and creepy. It's like a, it's like a geisha woman, geisha, geisha, geisha woman singing to like this orange ogrey baby and it is a Kleenex commercial and I'm actually going to play a little clip for it right now because it does it doesn't really stand on me just explaining it right now just to hear how creepy just the clip itself is okay it's a fine day people open windows they leave their houses just for a short while they walk by the grass and they look at the grass they look at the sky it's going to be a fine night tonight. It's going to be a fine day tomorrow. That is the strangest Kleenex ad I've ever seen. That was a strange Kleenex ad. And apparently here are some of the uh, surrounding curses slash urban legends. That Well, it's it's actually titled Japanese Baby Ogre Kleenex Commercial. Well, there was what those. I would call either an ogre or an Oompa well, Loompa Unicorn. An Oompa Loompa Unicorn Baby. Yes, right? it had the same color and hair, skin color and hair color. Oh, that thing goes for... I bet you, as an Oompa Loompa with a unicorn horn sticking out you, of the fro. bet you fucking hunt one of those and get that on the I'd hunt Oompa Loompa unicorn bucks. babies. You would hunt them? I would hunt them. I'm sure they'd taste like jerky. Fucking, what's his name? Like uh, pre-made. Like, you don't need to go through the work of jerking Oh, yet. you're thinking just to, like, uh, to eat it. Oh, you pick them up, yeah, like like an apple. Oh, like little popcorn uh, yeah, unicorns? Po- popcorn like, ogre babies. Oh, yeah, that's good. Ogre babies, man. Always the best. <laughs> no, best. What, what is up with this ad? Because uh, it's... I think it's fascinating looking at it. Well, We're going to post a uh, link to this uh, YouTube video, by the way, on our uh, com website uh, in the show notes for this episode, along with any other of these videos that we're going to be playing from this point on. Uh, and every prior one, in fact. God, we're going to have a lot of embedded YouTube clips in this week's yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know, these the Halloween month is always a pretty you know good busy one in terms yeah. of the editing and stuff like so that. So just, just let that, you know if you'd like to see this in addition to hearing it. Should, yeah. It's creepy. But that is a... Like, nowadays, if people are like, all right, we need a Kleenex ad, they're going to be like, bink, 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 wipe your nose, bink, 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 if you do some snot, and did you hook, honk, honk, and we got Justin Bieber, doodly doo, and this is how we do Kleenex. Yeah. And that's fucking, like, that's a big hit right there. Kleenex says not Bieber money, but sure. Uh, well, maybe they don't anymore, because uh, uh, they, they've had this whole curse surrounding this Kleenex ad, because they were what, like, yeah, let's curse? make it creepy. Uh, there's four different things that apparently happened surrounding this clip. Um, and this is stuff you can actually look up to find, like, some of this stuff has been snopesed. Uh, obviously, but I'm just going to uh, report, quote unquote, um, journalize, if if you will, on what people said this because it's creepier that way. I'm not going to get into the whole like ruin of the thing. It's going to be fun. Um, 
Everyone who made the commercial became ill or died in a strange way. The cameraman was burned to death in a sauna from a machine failure. That sounds fucking Final Destination style, right? Um, yeah, it that does. Yeah. Uh, and then when the commercial was aired, not one of the film crew was still alive by the time it aired. Um, the actress became pregnant with a demon child and suffered from mental illness. Um, maybe because she was fucked by the devil. That could be. That could totally screw somebody up. <laughs> I've seen Rosemary's Baby. She wasn't normal by the end. No, no, she, no. She loved her baby. They were like, where'd my baby but go? You, but you shouldn't blame mental illness. That's a that's, well, a, no, that's I'm, a classic I'm, possession. Exactly. I'm saying that's classic possession. And then it go it that turns into mental illness. Like yeah. I'm not saying it's the other way around. Um, so anyway, she was forced to retire from acting um, and was incarcerated in a mental institution. And she committed suicide by hanging herself. Uh, the child actor that played the red demon, uh, whatever thing that was, the ogre, uh, baby, ogre baby, the ogre unicorn, Oompa Loompa, whatever it was, uh, died suddenly. The child was uh, supposedly either hit by a car soon after filming and got decapitated. Um, and it says the child also suffered from nightmares and sleep paralysis, maybe because it was painted orange with probably uh, poisonous paint. Um, not stop for three days. Lead orange paint. <laughs> Give him another coat. Yeah, but, yeah, you can see his actual non oompa skin popping out. Oh, baby's gonna get you wow. when he fucking I wanna, dies now. I want to create a fake cursor on a TV commercial from like 1940 and be like, and no one's alive from it today. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> just you know, make up some stuff that's all factual. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? Um, no one who made this commercial is still alive. Oh, and I do want to. Maybe this is a disclaimer, and I should have maybe given you this heads up before I made you watch this. Apparently, if you watch this adver- advertisement, you will be cursed and or die. Oh, um, well, of course I'm going to die someday, so that's a pretty easy yeah, curse so to go like through. Some, you'll die someday. Ah, shit, curse is right. Uh, many, A lot of people committed suicide after watching it, and if you play it um, in... Uh, chair, uh, chair, talk me down. Talk me down. Talk me down, chair. Talk me down. I'm oh, on the to, edge. You're on the edge. Of I don't think now? I. I oh, your 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 apartment. You got a chair. You got a chair. Your house. Right now. Your, your house. You're, you're fine, man. You'll fall a couple of no, feet. No, 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 no. Your house is very high up off the ground, and I'm willing to jump from this chair through that window onto the pavement. Oh, that'd be cool. Why don't you do that? I, I'm on the edge. Talk me First down. First of all, the pavement's way I just away. watched that. I just watched that ad. I can't. I can't do this. Oh, but I'm I fine. I can't do this. I'm fine. I'm gonna wait till like I, way later to. to I'm having myself. a. I'm having a flashback of my entire life. It's flashing before my eyes, and I, 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 flashing back to you five minutes ago watching that video. Your eyes were closed. They were. Yeah. You, you, you tricked me. That's because I read the thing. Yeah. Welcome to hell, bitch. Where this is, we we don't even have a podcast. What? Oh, mental illness and scene. And scene. Uh, so apparently, if you play this in the uh, secondary audio, and I haven't tried this yet. The girl's voice changes to an old woman, which is just, I mean, they just did had somebody else uh, record somebody else's voice, but whatever. Um, if you record it first and then replay it, the red demon turns into a blue demon. Have not tried that one yet either. Interesting. So okay. everybody try this out and tell us how it works. And uh, if you uh, survive, let us know. So we'll know whether to actually watch it because we didn't actually. If, we, if you don't tweet at us within the next week about this, we're to assume you're dead. Yeah, that's true. Actually, hashtag not dead. All right. Actually, don't do this at all. Uh, we don't want to lose followers or listeners. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, the Lost Home podcast is not responsible for any level of doing stuff like that and killing yourself. Yep. So just because that's the Kleenex commercial's fault. Fine, fine print. Kleenex Fucking is at fault. Corporate Fuck America. Kleenex. Always corporate America. This episode brought to you by Kleenex. <laughs> oh, man. I might have to make a fake Kleenex ad now. Um, we, I like making fake ads. They're really fun. I mean, not fake ads. Real ads. Real ads. We Sponsors. always have real ads. Sponsors. Sponsors. Um, Thank you, Kleenex, for sponsoring us this week. That's right. Kleenex, you've been great. Thank you, uh, Baby Ogre Kleenex. Um, And the last one I've got to mention here, 
is um, Tilly Tilly Bone. And this is actually a uh, lullaby, a Russian lullaby. And I found it from a, uh, from a, rather, uh, the version that I found was from a Russian horror movie called Trackman, which is the English title, of course. I have not actually seen the movie. It seems like a meh horror movie okay. by the sounds of it. But I love, and I actually want to sample this really creepy clip, but I'm going to play a little clip and then uh, read some of the English lyrics. Now, this isn't supposed to be cursed or anything. This is just a fucking lullaby. Now, lullabies and, like, little, like, rockabye baby things are never really that good, like, for kids They're anyway. They're creepy, They're really I think. creepy. So everybody, like, on the YouTube comments were like, oh, my God, I can't believe in Russia they would sing this to their kids. And it's like, well, think about rockabye baby and, you know, oh, you're going to fall from a tree and die, yep. small child. So, um... So creepy enough, just as is. But, yeah, uh, I've never heard that before ever. No, I really like the I like that kind of creepy kid singing kind of stuff. You know, in the the horror month and all that, it works really well. But I, that's something I really want to like sample a snippet of. Yeah, using you know, it's. It, I can't it, wait till my wife actually listens to this episode because she's Russian and she loves Russian things. Oh yeah, she, so she's this gonna is get a big kick out of that. Tilly Tilly Boom. Um, and I probably will check out the Russian horror movie. Um, and I mean, like again, it only got like Mac. It's sort of like a slashery thing. It happens in like a uh, like a subway tu- like a series of tunnels with somebody chopping people up, whatever. Okay. Sounds interesting enough, but like after I I heard that song, I'm like, well, it seems like they at least have their music shit down. But let me read some of these uh, English. Now, this is a rough translation, English translation, according to a YouTube video that we just watched. Um, that we'll probably post uh, as well in show notes or something. Um, and it goes. Uh, and I don't know what Tilly Tilly Bone means, but uh, they go. Tilly Tilly Boom, close your eyes now. Someone's walking outside the house and knocks on the door. Tilly Tilly Boom, the night birds are chirping. He is inside the house to visit those who can't sleep. He walks. He is coming. Closer. Tilly Tilly Boom, can you hear him closing in, lurking around the corner, staring right at you? Tilly Tilly Boom, the silent night hides everything. He sneaks up behind you, and he's going to get you. He walks. He is coming closer wow you know what that is that, a lullaby that sounds like a pitch for a horror movie like uh right. what was that australian one that was amazing that came out this past year uh, about the, the boogeyman essentially what was that called uh, babadook babadook yeah, yeah. Babadook. like yeah. You, you could do a tilly tilly bomb version like a russian babadook yeah well I, or like there's a new one that i haven't watched yet but called uh was it good night mommy or goodbye mommy good night mommy um, not sure uh it's an austrian uh horror movie that's supposed to be fucking phenomenal it's supposed to be like the 2015 babadook i haven't watched it uh but i'm looking forward to checking that one out but yeah it kind of has that hey. atmosphere y- you know what speaking of uh killy killy bomb um you know what that's kind of funny we mentioned uh horror movies directly off of that because uh the next two parts actually brought to the table and they're both uh horror movie related 
Uh, do you mind if we just jump right in? Uh, do it, please. Okay. The, um, the V part. The V part of the AV. Yeah, and uh, the first part, um, it doesn't scream horror at face value. Uh, this is the year that Back to the Future 2 went to the future 2. Yes. We are in the year 2015, which is the year that Back to the Fu Future 2's future took place in. And if you all remember that memorable moment as he's walking through uh, the center plaza of his hometown and sees the big giant Holomax theater, there is a holographic shark that comes out for Jaws 19. That's right. Uh, directed by Max Spielberg, by the way, which I'm curious if Steven Spielberg has a kid named Max. Or if it was just uh, they, Or if they just made around. it up. Yeah. But uh, for years, we've always had that little thing like, oh, Jaws 19 by the year, you know, 2015. And it, it of course, didn't happen. We're up to Jaws what? What, what, was, <laughs> what was that? Some cheesy, shitty pop music just started. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, sorry, that was that was my uh, me. I thought I put my computer on mute. Apparently, I turned it off of mute. So You, you some... can listen to your Taylor Swift when we get off air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have to like, snip in like, the cheesiest, shitty music like in behind it and just like... No. Uh, <laughs> back what were you to, saying? Uh, back to Jaws 19. Back baby. to Jaws 19. That's what we're talking about. The movie about. never came out, but... Um, no! No, but... What, what Jaws did they get up to? I believe they got up to number... This is where we left off before when Taylor Swift rudely interrupted us. Okay. Taylor, Taylor, let me speak. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> let me speak. <laughs> Taylor, listen, you gotta let me speak. <laughs> Um, uh, well, what happened here is they decided to finally make a trailer for Jaws 19 as kind of a uh, play on the fact that Back to the Future 2 is this year. Um, they also made like Pepsi Perfect, for instance. Right. Uh, earlier in the year, the uh, self-lacing shoes well, happened. They didn't really make hoverboards. But they made boy. those cheesy hoverboards that hover if you have them above a certain metallic surface, which yeah. is cool until you and, don't and they have do, metallic and they do have, surface. Like, uh, they've, they've had for a while like water hoverboards, which are really just because you can put the pressure. They're, they're, they're fan-based, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so what we have here is the trailer for Jaws 19, uh, created by Universal Studios, Universal Pictures Home Entertainment. And uh, they are a giant sport, I gotta say, to do this. Because it's their movie, their movie property. They're obviously not making another Jaws movie anytime soon. But maybe with all the popularity of this, um, I'm looking to see how many hits it has already. 1.5 million, and it's only been out for a few days. So uh, here, enjoy the trailer for Jaws 19. Jaws made you afraid to go in the water. Jaws 2 made you afraid to go back in the water. Jaws 3D was a new dimension in terror. In Jaws 4 The Revenge, it was personal. Then it was just business. Then pure pleasure. Cyber Jaws made you afraid to log on. And Robo Jaws made you afraid of robotic sharks. Then Chief Brody's grandson assembled a super team of shark hunters. Jaws 10, it was man versus shark versus all the terrors of the deep. Outer space, then a prequel, and a sequel to the prequel. And then a new era in terror began. Jaws started a family. Battled a Russian shark named Ivan Sharkovsky. Took a bite out of the Big Apple and learned about love from a mysterious stranger. Jaws 18 Origins, the mind-blowing reboot. Now, the oceans are disappearing, and to save their home, the sharks must attack. Jaws 19. This time, it's really, really personal. Coming soon. It would be amazing if they just 
made Jaws 19. Yeah. Like, like skip all the just middle. Like, no, you heard what was in the middle. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of And then stuff Jaws 19 is fucking awesome. Like Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Shit. Make it like the, like, I don't know, the best shark movie ever made. Outside of, yeah, like. It could be done. Mm, yeah, it could. Yeah. It could. Jaws one is probably the best shark movie ever made, but they it could top it. You so, never but, know. But the, I still feel like it would be tough because they would also have to. They'd have to make it really, really good, but also have just a layer of camp underneath it to make pointing fun at the fact that it's Jaws nineteen. Like maybe sure. oh, just make a bunch of references to all the other movies that existed, quote unquote, between them, but clearly like that nobody knows about so be like yeah, yeah. so you can lots of callbacks all and- these characters and stuff like you don't have to bother introducing because you can just assume your audience knows who they are yep. from jaws 16 be like like a big it's like a big so important cameo like, like oh my that. god i can't believe they brought you know uncle uh buckles back and then fucking uncle buckles is like yeah remember me from the uh, thing there whatever <laughs> all right um the last part of the av club for this week uh, it was actually brought to us by Christopher Ball. Uh, he's the Lost at Home podcast spirit animal and sometimes PR guy and sometimes social media guy. I give um, him a... Uh, I, I started... I just want to sidetrack too much, but uh, speaking of Christopher Ball um, and a few other people who left five-star reviews recently, not recently, I mean by a year ago or so, um, I did start working on a combined effort that I was talking about for yeah. like a, a song. Um, so Christopher Ball, actually, if things go according to... Uh, plan uh, I, I have a, a very specific shout out in there and I hope he's not offended easily because uh, uh, I get a little personal in it so <laughs> okay uh, Christopher Ball probably not for like another month because I'm actually working on really producing this one out because it's uh it's four maybe maybe th- three or four people's five-star reviews all combined into one uh, mega one track song. okay but, uh, but yeah I just wanted to bring that up because uh, you know we got to keep pretending that I'm actually going to release all that someday. Yeah, we have an album that's coming out someday. Yep. But in, the, but in the meantime, Christopher yeah. Ball brought to us, um, this is like a exploitation movie, if you will. It is called Night Train to Terror. Um, this is a movie that I guess neither one of us knew existed at all, which is awesome that the 1970s and 80s had so many bad horror yeah. movies. That the it, ones that never made it to DVD. Exactly. Or, yeah. Like this one uh, is a trilogy horror movie. The the concept is it's three short tales and they all take place with a all encompassing tale that you know is like the narrative behind it all right. and it is uh, God and Satan debating theology and watching crappy short horror films while on a train full of uh, partying teenagers. Okay, that and, sounds fucking amazing. Yep, and as the train goes, you see each story. Uh, one story is about a guy who uh, gets into a car accident, wakes up brainwashed by a group of people who like stealing organs, and then is sent out into the world to roofie women, bring them back to these this group of people that brainwashed him, and then allow them to strap these women naked to tables and take out their organs. Huh. Interesting. The second tale is uh, about... I'm sorry, a Catholic wife who dreams about crazy Nazis and then turns out she has to stop Satan from manifesting on Earth. And what was the other tale? Um, Gosh, I'm looking for it here in my notes. I'm sorry. Uh, The second one is about a busty carnival popcorn seller who befriends a nice guy. Popcorn seller? Yep, uh, she sells popcorn at a carnival. Okay. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. people still do that. She yeah. befriends a nice guy, and then she turns out to be part of a suicide cult who tie themselves up All under the good a pendulum. Ones are either taken uh, or, gay or suicide in a suicide cult. cult. And uh, yeah, that's uh, basically the entire plot. You watch Satan and God talk about theology while watching these short films, and uh, I guess the uh, the plot rides around the idea that the train will collide at the very end. Oh, okay. So this is kind of like those uh, anthology type movies or whatever, like VHS, where there's a reason, yeah, to tie the movies together, but there's an in 
uh, a narrative in between or something like that, right? Yep. And uh, I believe I found the entire movie. So what I'm going to do, and this is not no, no, quite go kosher, but... the entire thing right now. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably embed this video also into our website, or at least put a link to the story that has the video so we don't get in trouble. My my guess is, like, this is like classic exploitation, right? I mean, I guess. Oh, they is... said it's edited so poorly that sometimes scenes within the movie happen out of order. I, I, I watch a lot of, I forget about YouTube as a, I don't know where this one is from, but you know, like uh, streaming video sometimes like just from random sites not on Netflix oh or I use YouTube like Netflix there's that's, so many movies on, Net that's on YouTube what I, that's what I do like and, and a lot of them are just like uh, you know we, we were going through some of the different channels you turned me on to a horror channel and I turned you on to some weird like occulty VHS type weird stuff like some of that stuff you, I mean you're not going to find it anywhere else and it's not like it's, it's just all public domain bullshit random stuff or yep. stuff that nobody's ever going to care about like nobody's if I could buy some of these things, I would probably buy them. If I could watch oh, them yeah. on Netflix, I would. But like the only place I could find them is I'm bumping into them on YouTube. Oh yeah, like fairy got the tales and the sinful app, dwarf. Yeah. That's right, the sinful dwarf. I've not watched yet yet, but um, you know, we'll see. Okay. Um, I believe at this point we're gonna move into our next subject, which is uh, our next category. Uh, blinded. Blah 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 blah. I think it's called blah, blah. a segment. It's called blinded me with science. Yeah. Fucking dumb dumb. You can edit that, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, um, so Jerry, you brought the first story to blinded me with science. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, I haven't actually read this in a couple of uh, a couple of weeks. But yeah, I you know posted you, this one early. Yeah, yeah, because I, I I dug it up, and then we um, I decided we had a longer show the last couple of weeks, so I decided to keep moving it. Um, it made it into this one because you also have a story that you want to bring to the table for blinded me with the science, and this is actually a, a lake of fire in India. This is, yeah, um, where exactly in India? This is Bangalore City in southern India. Um, these pictures that they have on the uh, the story that we're referencing are amazing. It almost looks like snow well, in place I, of rivers. Well, you know, like in, uh, in we, we get, you know, in Vermont and probably a lot of places, uh, listeners uh, who have, you know, ice buildups and stuff in lakes. It kind of reminds me of that where you have a big ice buildup and then a ton of snow on top of it. So it's yep. all kind of chunky and all over the place. That's what it looks like. But then you look at the background of these fucking beautiful lush trees. So yeah, palm trees and everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So what happened here is they've had so much toxic dumping in the rivers around uh, Bangalore City and the lakes that the water has essentially become toxic to the point of catching on fire randomly often. Yes. And when it's not doing that, it foams up and it foams up like over the riverbanks, over the lake bed. There's some like coming into, into the, the bridges streets. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like over into above. And you can tell from the other side of this picture again where here we are referencing pictures but the water level is clearly pretty low so it foams up to such a degree oh there's pictures in like the streets where it's feet. over cars hoods yes cars yeah. are driving through it with just the windshields and the tops of the cars exposed just cutting through toxic foam yes and when we say toxic foam we mean this isn't like soap suds from your sink this is a combination of oils greases detergents uh various toxic chemicals and waste spills stuff you know, uh, when, uh, if it touches you, people are saying it gets you. It, it gives you like skin burns, uh, causes uh, hard breathing, uh, vomiting, all kinds of ailments and sicknesses. Uh, this may be one of the bigger ecological disasters going on right now, currently in the world. Well, and you know that when, uh, like, uh, you know, say specifically Republicans, uh, not to get too political or anything like that, but you hear it's not every Republican, but a lot. Of, one of the Republican platforms is deregulating these businesses and the you know environment and stuff like that because it's putting a stranglehold on the economy and that oh but if you did that the businesses are going to do what's right 
and they're not going to fuck up. But then you look at these places that don't have the regulations in place to prevent this kind of shit from happening, yep. and you have lakes of fire and foam. And I'm not saying there isn't such a thing as too much regulation to stranglehold. I'm just saying that Some you know, eliminating okay. you know, maybe the EPA is well, not they, always the best uh, idea when you all of a sudden see lakes of fo- uh, yeah. fiery foam. Well, in Bangalore City, they uh, they allow all of their companies with their toxic runoff and toxic you know waste that needs to go somewhere, which in America would go to a toxic uh, sewage treatment plant or a toxic treatment plant any kind uh there are ways to safely contain tree and handle this stuff yeah yeah there they allow it to go down storm drains yeah just go just that's it dump it in yeah. just just goes down into Which the means, water supply. and that obviously yeah then goes into well, i mean yeah. it's not like the, it, it just disappears it's going into a water supply so yeah. um and you know so yeah when it's not on fire it's, it's wonderful foam it looks like it's a lot of fun like bubbles mm-hmm. but then it burns you and, and it is amazing that this off. is a highly populated area in a very highly populated part of the world but it's getting almost no attention in the u.s markets uh, Lake of Fire is pretty much our connection to Halloween on this one, but we thought we'd just mention it because if you do a little research into the Lake of Fire or the foam of uh, Bangalore City on uh, just an average Google search, you're going to see some heartbreaking yet still visually striking photos of people just going about their daily business covered in toxic foam. It's kind of crazy. Well, yeah, and it's one of the beauties of our blinded me with science uh, uh, bit is we get to be a little more serious with some stuff. Uh, we do. Well, and, 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 fact, t- and drop some learning on your balls. Speaking of blinded me with science, our next story in blind me with science is blind people can see ghosts. Science. Oh, <laughs> blind people can see science. Can see ghosts. Uh, yeah, they they can. Uh, I'm guessing. I haven't read the story, but it's I'm not guessing real ghosts that we know of. Although, if people have a uh, a, a just, strong belief in hauntings, ghosts, poltergeists, etc., you could maybe extrapolate something from this. They're just people walking around them, but they don't see them, so they just assume they're ghosts. No, uh, have you? You're familiar or with phantom. Who want to ignore them, so yeah. You're familiar with phantom limb syndrome. Yeah, I am absolutely. Okay, yes. so that is where uh, I believe I have it's phantom 60- dick syndrome all the time because you don't have a dick. Uh. No, I just, I used to have two dicks. I can only feel one of them now, but I can feel the other one, like, getting an erection while the other one's flaccid. And it, when every time I sleep with a woman and she's like, why your dick's so limp? And I'm just like, baby, it doesn't happen all the time. because my other one's hard. Swear to you, God damn it. My phantom dick is fucking hard as a rock, bitch. And, uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, I, I get sad. Okay. How? That was a fun story. I think we all had fun listening to that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing girls. I'm playing girls. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm playing girls. I'm playing. See, I can't be sexy. This doesn't, doesn't work. No. Wait till you hear my hip hop. Guess track. what? Also, doesn't work. Blind Phantom. people's eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, they they I, okay. don't. Do so, they. so like a phantom limb, where about 80 percent of amputees experience feeling uh, pain and or like real sensation, like touch from a limb that doesn't exist anymore. People who lose their sight and have an eye surgically removed, specifically from cancer, so somebody in, who has in, in a study seen it before, who, who have seen pe- before, they they okay. I get th- this is in cases where people have had the ability to see and have had lost it in adult or child life. Yeah, yeah. Um, they They'd experience uh, phantom pains, just like a phantom limb, but they also experience phantom phantoms. They will see people standing at the edge of their bed, walking next to them on the street, crossing in front of their vision, etc., through an eye that can't see. And they always consider them, and it's kind of universal how they see them. It's like a foggy person, the form of one floating above the ground by a couple inches, and they just happen randomly, but it happens to about 70% of all people who lose their eyes. Wow. Okay. And uh, yeah, apparently it's, uh, it's they're, 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 quote, 
ghosts that they see or phantoms. They're phantoms. I, I think yeah. the phantom's a little redundant because it would be a phantom phantom, but, you know. Well, no, I mean, it'd be a... a a, 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 like a phantom person though not necessarily a phantom but yeah there's there, there's no one there when they see this it's not like they're interpreting hearing their friend next to them and then seeing and then, uh, a seeing ghostly what it image would be appearing yeah these way, these yeah. are disconnected from actual physical uh interactions with people there's there's a new um a new show on or series on pbs uh called the brain that i just started watching a little of and they actually have a little bit about uh reality and how it's 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 uh, affected this way and like I don't know. Can't remember if they get into sensory deprivation or not. But anyway, they, they kind of. Uh, it just reminded me of that. So that's just me saying, "Hey, you you talk about things, and I tell you what it reminds me of." Uh, it's a good working chemistry we work, have. There's work. there's something about it that just uh, I don't know. It works. It's why we've had this show for eighty eight. Eight. <laughs> eight. 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 <laughs> hey. Why eighty eight nine? Well, I was thinking like we've been on air for a long time. It shows we have chemistry. That's true. That's true. You know what? Uh, what I like about chemistry, I can make drugs with it. <laughs> just oh, I thought you were gonna do a uh, weird crossover lead into web droppings. I'm just playing, girl. I'm just playing, girl. See, can I? <laughs> it doesn't work for every situation. <laughs> it really doesn't. Like you, you want to use it universally. I can tell, but oh, no. Oh fuck it, web droppings. Web droppings. All right, this week's web droppings are entirely Halloween costume specific. We're going to be exploring the world of Halloween costumes. I lied, actually, just right then and there. I'm going to catch myself before I go any <laughs> forward. We're going to uh, just explore Halloween costumes in the United States. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe next year. So for... it's not so much correcting as, as just adjusting. It is an adjustment. Um, Clarifying, like a filter. Yes, uh, for instance, what we're going to start out with here is um, some of the trendy hot Halloween costumes for this year, the things that are really selling and being asked for in stores. Uh, why I want to go through this is because some of these things are a little interesting and a little uh, outside of the norm. Uh, for instance, a lot of stores are being asked if they have uh, Caitlyn Jenner uh, costumes. Do they? Um, no. Most why stores, not? What, what is fact, a Caitlyn Jenner uh, costume? I would assume it's a uh, brunette wig with a dress. So you could probably just make one pretty, like the, the, yeah. the specific dress, like one of those dresses. I don't even either do, wore it, like does the, she have a specific dress? Well, there's there's the uh, one worn on uh, the cover of ooh, a magazine, Fair, maybe something like that. Sure. And then the uh, the one worn at the ESPYS, which are like very specific ones. I hadn't even looked into it that far to see, yeah. but uh, apparently the uh, those the are like the pop culture ones anyway that I can imagine. Correct. And the overall idea is it's a it's a little bit on on the lines of like blackface. Um, they essentially don't want to sell a costume that then allows you to poke fun at a transgender. Well, it'd be, it'd be which, is, like, which is the right thing to right, do. Right, because it would to. be like somebody dressing up, like like tying their uh, shirt, you know, underneath, be like, hey, boys, like as a homosexual. Yeah, Like exactly. a very stereotypical, uh, you know, where you wouldn't do that. I would it, assume that like a Caitlyn Jenner uh, Halloween outfit would be like a black slinky dress, a brunette wig, and then a tube sock stuffed down the front. Yeah, yeah exactly. Somebody, somebody, somebody would tasteless. like be like, oh, there's a penis there, clearly. Yeah. Um, very and tasteless. It's it's tasteless. And it's also like it's not particularly original, especially since a lot of people clearly have been searching for it, right? Exactly. So. Yeah. And this is a uh, basically what I'm going through here is uh, these are hot Halloween costumes, but not like the top sellers or anything like that. These are simply pop culturally significant things that are selling out of stores like crazy right. because they didn't know there would be so much uh, want and need for these. Uh, obscure memes and things like that don't usually hit pop culture at Halloween as hard as they've hit this year. 
Uh, for instance, stores are already selling out of, and they're trying to make more before the holiday hits of pizza rat costumes. Right. Yeah. Because well, because who would have thought one? Nobody could have foreseen that. And then two, after a hit, you're like, oh, just flavor the month, and uh, and it's gone. But and no. three, like somebody like, well, let's just go ahead and risk everything on on pizza rat. May I, mean, may I say the pizza rat costume is fucking sexy as hell. It's sexy. I've not. It seen is. It, it is. We, there's it. a link in the docket. How, you can open it up. How and take is a the? How it, is it's that? A, it's a. It's a slinky little cleavage showing short they skirted make, mouse costume with some pizza slices. They make sewn everything to the sexy. Like, and the pizza crazy. slices are triangles where the points point to a, the nether region, if you will. Oh, okay. So in case I didn't know where the uh, the where the uh, pizza goes. Pizza goes. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the pizza goes. Hot pockets. <laughs> oh, speaking of hot pockets, this is a uh, this is an aside from our Halloween segment here. Uh, we just got word from uh, Jim Gaffigan's publicist uh, after six months of changing dates for his appearance on our show. Uh, Jim Gaff uh, J- <clears throat> Jim Gaffigan has respectfully declined, so we will not be having him on our show. Which is good for good for everybody to know. Uh, no, no hard feelings. No hard yep. feelings. We, uh, uh, we we were. It would have been great to have gotten Jim Gaffigan. Hopefully, maybe there's a chance in the future. There probably. There I know maybe. that he. I know that he switched like publicists or something like that. Yeah, we've we've had some shakeups. Yeah, too. It, it, it it was tough get trying to trying to get it to work. Uh, it's too bad. Uh, what was Jim his Gaffigan name from? Awesome. Uh, what's the guy's name from? Uh, Half Baked Jim Brewer. Oh my God, Jim Brewer, favorite. Jim, yeah. Jim, I, I was shocked last night when I was going through our Twitter feed, uh, checking out our notifications, and Jim Brewer had like liked a whole shit ton he, he, of like, our posts. Liked it and. Re- retweeted that one yeah. and i was just and it was just like dude you realize when you retweet us saying that we didn't get somebody on our podcast there's a good chance we're gonna fucking bug you to be on our podcast oh immediately <laughs> i flipped it around i'm like whoa it'd be really cool if we had a fill-in like brewer you know, i don't know like somebody that would have been better to get from the get-go yeah. we just didn't assume we could get you kind of like you you stumbled across gaffigan on periscope i did uh, and I, I got a verbal okay that he'd be on yeah, the show well, and, know, then, and then i hook up with their publicist and we were talking and yeah. trying to set dates for weeks months. yeah yeah and and so but and again it's, it's fine we understand yeah. like he's busy all the kind of stuff um and new publicist was like why the fuck you jim gaffigan do not get drunk with your wife on fucking wherever you were and fucking agree to shit on periscope <laughs> for christ's sake. like jim gaffigan got shit for that you know that, he probably did yeah <laughs> like, for christ's sake this fucking podcast and now jim brewer got drunk and fucking retweeted it <laughs> his fucking publicist is gonna be like dude you can't can't keep retweeting shit because now these fucking podcast dicks are just be like we're gonna get jim brewer from half remember him uh jim brewer is really fucking funny though yeah, he really i gotta is. say and, he, and he's he's doing like new stuff now that is like it's like it's great to see like a comic that seemed like oh he's just a stoner comic or something like that like really evolve like a real grown-up like we have like he kind of we kind of grew up with him sure and uh, yeah so you know not just because suck jim brewer's dick all the time but jesus <laughs> christ man you come on this podcast i'll suck your dick real good <laughs> I'll suck that brewer dick, fucking man. Oh, Jesus Christ. I believe you're the reason uh, Dan Harmon broke up with his wife. <laughs> I sucked his dick so good. Oh, my God. Now, do you uh, think that's the way it happened? I'm not going to talk about that too much. Let's now, moving, that, moving you know, on. So. Move uh, on. I think it's, uh, it's got to be moving a, on. Kathy's call. Mo- moving on. Let's go. <laughs> what, what, what do you got for us? Moving where, on. Where the fuck are we in this show? Uh, well, we're still in the uh, hot Halloween first, costumes that have sold out. Wor- like the first yes. word of web droppings. Okay. Um, the next one we have, remember back in like early spring, there was that dress that hit the internet that was black and uh, oh, yeah, blue the, 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 and then well, gold and white. Which one was it? And it turns out it was both technically, technically. De- depending on how our eyes perceive reality, which if you watch the PBS show, the, the brain, which I've already mentioned uh, in this show, 
it goes into that a little bit. Not necessarily okay. that exact thing, but it goes into the optical illusions. Our brain is stupid. It doesn't know what fucking reality is. So guess what? You're all wrong and you're all right. So fucking suck it up. I'm going to uh, jump on the bandwagon from that thing that uh, everybody <laughs> talked about six months ago. Remember that dress? Well, anyway, t- tell us about the dress. There's now a dress that's both down the middle. There, moving on. <laughs> Wait, does that mean like it's, some people will see it like on the left side? It's going to be I one. And th- I think the argument now will be your left side is one way and your right side's the other. No matter what, that's going to be the case. And the other thing, it had to do with how it was presented in the photo, not necessarily the dress itself. If you saw the dress under certain light, uniformly, this is a this is a flawed costume. I believe so. Uh, a less than flawed costume is the uh, Deadpool costume from okay. Marvel Comics. Uh, yeah. We have the Deadpool first R-rated mainstream superhero comic book movie coming out early in the spring. Right. The Deadpool costumes, no one assumed were going to sell out, but already have pretty much nationwide. Uh, if you want a Deadpool costume, you better be uh, friends with a cosplayer at this point. Yeah. Uh, we've seen a lot of good Deadpool costumes in the past yeah. in, in, in our travels in the, the Comic-Con circuit. Now, the next one uh, only became popular in the last two weeks because uh, actress Ashley Benson from Pretty Little Liars uh, wore one, I believe, on Instagram. And controversy hit immediately. And as soon as that happened, uh, sales for this costume went through the roof. And it is a Cecil the Lion costume. Oh, We we all remember poor Cecil, killed by by a rogue dentist. Yeah, those rogue dentists, man. They're always killing shit. Roving packs of dentists. I I saw that. (laughs) The nightmare escape that once was the United States. Hunting for the biggest game that they can find. And unfortunately, they man. Only... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it's the future. The, the, the nightmarish hellscape that was America. It's future. And now man is the biggest game. Well, they game start with catch. lions, and they prove their superiority of the human race. Well, so you mean they'll the most, survive oh, the nuclear apocalypse. The most, the most dangerous game, maybe. But not the biggest game. Or unless man No, the gigantic. apocalypse killed everything bigger than a man. Oh, so man is the biggest thing. Yeah, it was, a, it was a size apocalypse. Literally everything that was over 195 pounds died. Okay, but there's still like the, the orange Oompa Loompa Ogre Trust me, this yeah. makes as much sense as that Netflix show about everyone over 21 who dies. Which one's that? I I watched it regrettably. I, forget. I won't say the name because I don't want people to know. It's probably called something fucking stupid like Numbers. Oh, no. Or no, 21 no. and Up. I think but no okay no okay, first of all numbers was a cool show. 21 under uh how about how about high school the DUI musical yeah how, how about the drinking age will kill you uh how about uh propaganda huh I don't not know. all bad it was a stupid fucking show I I wasted nine episodes or however long the first season was on Netflix it was the worst Seriously, acting worst dude. written worst piece of shit I've ever fucking seen okay I won't say the name but if you ever see a show where everyone over 21 dies and it's not on the CW <laughs> it's probably gonna be shit <laughs> okay first of all what's worse uh, that show or somebody who realizes that from the get go and watches nine episodes I have faith in things yeah <laughs> but all, clear, like, clearly <laughs> you don't have faith in God you have faith in a shitty show about people like wait a minute they could go somewhere there's think, somebody they're, they're okay they're under 21 but maybe it'll do something will happen all atheists have a hole they need to fill it's faith in something. Yeah, Mine is in Netflix series. Yeah, and sometimes you need to fill it with a CW or CW series. Actually, CW is not half bad anymore. I actually like shows on like The Flash. Is the, the Flash best is a really great show. fucking show. And we hung out with uh, some CW folk uh, at the last Comic Con, the Vermont Comic Con. We did, and they, they're they're getting some good shows on there. They the did, Flash they is are. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's good. All right. Well, uh, well. Too. Anyway, so Scott likes stupid shows. He wastes his time uh, watching a lot of them. Uh, this is Jeremiah's commentary to this episode uh, live, ladies and gentlemen. 
What else you got for us, uh, Scott? A very slow-loading note. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, we have the 20 most Googled Halloween costumes of 2015. Oh, I don't, um, I don't have any mind Number either. one is kind of a given based on the year that we're in. We're in the year of Star Wars Episode Seven, so number one most Googled costume is Star Wars. Star- in general, just Pete, Star like Wars. Star Wars costume. I'm assuming that these Googled search terms all have attached to them. Star Wars costume, Star Wars cosplay, etc. Right, right, yeah. Um, number two, we have Pirates. Number three, always popular, generic popular. superhero. Does it just say superhero? Oh, not generic superhero. But it is generic by the definition of not being specific. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But but somebody typed in superhero costume. Right. Well, the next one not I love. Superhero. It's surprising and awesome. Harley Quinn was number four. That is as specific as you can get. That is a villain yeah. from DC Comics, Batman. Uh, coming up in the new Suicide Six, not Suicide Six, Suicide Squad movie. Sorry. Right. And uh, yeah, apparently there's there's a lot of hotness for this. I mean, number one, you get to dress up as a slutty girl, which is Halloween in its essence. It's just like that's and, like and part number one. two, there's like a million different Harley Quinn getups. Her look has evolved over the years in the comics. She comes from the Batman animated series where she had a, yet a different look. Yeah, that's true. That's She's true. actually one of the only uh, comic characters. It you, came from the animated series, or any animated series, for that fact. But regardless of which which one you're uh, dressing up as, you can definitely tell like it's that's usually the character. It's right? usually pigtails, like makeup, yeah, and yeah. a slutty costume that's black, red, and white. It's it's pretty perfect. easy to do perfect. overall. Yeah, we we saw a lot of those again at the Vermont, Vermont Comic Con and Chase Con. Like those oh, are definitely. pretty popular as cosplayers. Yeah. Um, then we uh, we move on very, from that. Very welcome, usually. I'm gonna push through the next few rapid fire. Bam! Starting at five, Bam! we have Batman, six, Cat. Seven minions, and if you dress up as a minion uh, for uh, Halloween, you can go shoot yourself in uh, your fucking stupid head. What is that from uh, Despicable Me? Despicable Me or something like that? <laughs> in that Minions movie, I, I don't get the the trend. I thought the movie was cute and kind of funny, but was it from Despicable Me or did I? Mm, I think no? I don't know. I just don't like the minions. I don't know. I know. I, I I have no idea. I've never seen any of, the, of them. When I, I think of minions, were... for some weird reason, I think of either super yuppie middle class people who don't get what's funny and fun and good in the world. And then I just think okay. white trash for some reason. Really? White trash minions? I don't know why. I just, I, I have this weird connotation that it's just uh, you know, people I don't uh, like are, would be minions. You know what I used to love? Minions. Funyuns. Oh, I dress up as a Funyun any day before a minion because I can make all kinds of whole jokes. And you just like, it's like garlic powder and onion powder. And I would just, just like, be naked with them like around my dick. Wait, naked around your dick only? Yeah, just, well, no, naked everywhere. I think it's just, but then I, just funny. I, I think naked around your dick just means you took your dick out. Like, that's, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, no, it was a costume. I was <laughs> naked around my dick, man. No, you were, you were, a, you were a man just taking your genitalia out at a costume full, full of, uh, with Harley Quinn, uh, dressers, uppers, and whatnot. <laughs> I talk fine. Now, the rest of the list is some very generic stuff that you would find, like Vampire, Catwoman, Maleficent made the list, uh, Dinosaurs, Mermaids. Uh, I like that Stormtrooper made number 18. And the weirdest one of all, which I think is kind of cool as hell, number 20 was dolls. Yeah. A lot of people are apparently Googling how to do, uh, like, human dolls, essentially. Yeah, like porcelain dolls and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, right. Or, or like the rag dolls and stuff, like one or the other. But I, I see a lot of like porcelain I mean, dolls. Nightmare like, Before Christmas had the uh, the doll character that was opposite yeah. Jack Skellington. I can't think of her name for the life of me at the moment. But uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, and I remember too, like uh, when you watch things like Puppet Master and stuff like that, like those are pretty cool. Remember that those movies? Puppet Master? I love the Puppet Master movies and everything else made by, what was it, Dark Moon Studios? Maybe. It was fucking amazing. They had all those weird schlocky horror movies. My younger sister was. But they were uh, good. They were uh, really good. One of my younger sisters was terrified uh, because of that movie. Of, uh, oh, man, I was, we were such fucking terrible people. I, I, I come, I'm from a family of six, you know. So the only and we didn't have iPads and stuff. The only thing you did for fun was terrorize your uh, siblings. 
And uh, we used to, she had her own room and she was fucking terrified after this movie. And we would take turns fucking with her by, we would sneak into her room at night and move her dolls like slightly closer to her, like <laughs> incrementally overnight. And she was, she was fucking sure that these porcelain dolls and these fucking dolls were coming to kill her. And then, but like, they were so incremental. Like my parents didn't believe that one of us did. It's not like we had like a massacre, like knife in their hand or anything. Like we were fucking subtle and like really calculated about it. And this was like the other five of us ganging up and being like, yeah, you fucking move the, the weird uh, Chinese one over this way tonight. It's always looking right in her face. And she knew that it was fucking six inches farther. Like, oh my God. That's we awesome. Terrified her. Thanks to the Puppet Master movie. Thank uh, you, that, Puppet Master. That is absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you have siblings uh, and you want to do, do that. That, uh, that sounds amazing. Terrify them. All right. Um, and we're going to finish off web droppings with uh, we found a list of the most popular costumes by the state. Not just Google, but like literally. Just, the, 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 this, this was some of the scientific poll. Poll. Yeah. And what we found was <laughs> just picture like somebody with like literally a poll. And they're just poking at people, and they go, "Ah, what are, you, what are you gonna yeah. dress as? What are you gonna dress uh, as? Huh? This is a science poll. See? Yeah, play on words. Fucking now, terrible. Uh, God damn it! I gotta stop saying things. Let's start with Vermont. Well, In Vermont, that's where we have from, yeah. Wonder Woman as the most popular costume. Wonder and that, Woman, MD. Well, <laughs> yes, I like how I wrote that in notes. Um, also shared with Maryland, Maryland, yeah, which we yeah. want to give a shout out to the Lost and Own podcast. <laughs> I used to do that way back in the day. Oh, this, this is, actually, like, this is a dick throwback. for a while. This fucking five minutes of Scott trying to suck it is up. No. This is a throwback, my mistake, to a long time ago. Whenever we give little shout-outs once in a while to the Nerdpocalypse podcast, I would say our own name, like, every time. Yeah, right, yeah. So this is kind of an awesome, like, shout-out throwback. But yeah, what you were trying to say is yeah, Nerdpocalypse, we're friends yeah. with them, and they're out of uh, out of Baltimore. So Wonder Woman and, uh, you know, shared between our states, which I think is kind of cool. That's, that's kind of, that's pretty beautiful right there. Now, uh, we always talk about Florida, and we have a lot of listeners in Florida, so we thought we'd shout them out by uh, letting you guys know Pocahontas is apparently going to be very popular at all your halloween parties this year also shared with a neighboring state of georgia correct um let's see arizona and nevada have sugar skulls as the most popular yeah and those are like the day Day of of the the dead Dead style uh you know uh skulls where you paint them look all pretty and all and and nearby texas not to be outdone went with regular skulls because america is that to not not gonna have them mexican skulls pretty flowers in your freaking skulls our skulls have jobs and guns and work (laughs) <laughs> I'd be, oh my god. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Texas. And now uh, a quick shout out to uh, Darren Ewing, good friend of the show and uh, co-host of uh, Horror in the Court. Uh, Utah cops, just cops. Cops. I would think maybe murderous cops, but um, I'm cops. What are we like cops from the TV show or something? Murder cops. A murder cop is that murder a cop? Is that a new? It should uh, be a show. This fucking NBC murder cop. No, stop. I only stole some Pez. Well, you better not have again ever. Bang. Bang. Yeah. Stop saying bang. Yeah. Just keep. <laughs> I'm not allowed to carry a gun because I'm Utah cop. Murder cop. Also murder cop. <laughs> Utah cop, murder cop. Now, uh, this is a shout out to New Jersey because next week on our show, we will have a uh, a certain someone from AMC's Comic Book Men, uh, hosted mm-hmm. by Kevin Smith. One of the cast members of that uh, little AMC show, Comic Book Man, is going to be on the show next week to uh, tell us all about what the Jersey Devil is and to give us a little background on it from his point of view. Yeah. Um, I won't tell you who. It's going to be a surprise for next week. But New Jersey, 
a flapper girl. Yeah, so this this guy is most likely going to be dressed up as a flapper girl for Halloween. Most likely. And and so also uh, in Maine, it's flapper pe- girls. people in Maine as well. And shout out to uh, friends in Maine. We've got yeah. plenty of friends in Maine uh, nearby our our beautiful state, and also another beautiful state. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know this already, uh, California is our higher highest listenership out of all fifty states. Uh, and we appreciate that California, and we appreciate all the slutty Alice in Wonderland costumes. We're oh my God, they looked so. Very slutty. nice, so slutty. Yes, and they're going to be the number one costume in California. I want slutty because like slutty sounds like it, it, it's like Ugh, like I, but like I want nice needs to did be the new just, word. Did you did you just poo poo slutty? No, no, I'm saying people will be like, oh, I don't want to dress like a slut, so I'm not going to dress that way. And I'm just like, no, but it's nice. It's very nice. Thank you. You know, slutty is nice. That's a thing. It shouldn't be like just negative, sure. derogatory. Well, no, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm extremely I against want... slut shaming because men yes, don't get it. Here's so the thing. I think it's slut an even should be thing. like an endearing term for the both. But and you should dress slutty uh, if you want. If you drop your phone and bend over, I want to see your panties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now here's a reason to not be a slut. You're like, what? Well, I'm just saying, you know, uh, feminism and whatnot and women's rights. I just want to see you puss when you d- d- drop your phone in the puddle. Like, yeah, I didn't drop my phone in the puddle. You knocked it down so I'd have to pick it up. And now you're using your science pole to fucking just hike my skirt up. It's a selfie stick. <laughs> when you put- I, I, I put my stick up your skirt so I can touch my selfie. Oh, no. And, uh... <laughs> We ruined Halloween. Let's bring this train back into the station. Uh, as we said before, Harley Quinn was there, number yeah. four on the most Googled list. And apparently Tennessee and Alabama are leading in that uh, trending Alabama, curve. interesting. I would have assumed, like, uh, I don't know, like... Um, Everyone's a pig fucker. Yeah, I was thinking just like, yeah, pig fucker. Oh, they're just like, no, we like that's them in their real life. So they're just like, no, we'll... I gotta say, we I... Love I you, Alab- we love you. Hey, A few hey, months girl. ago, I had a great yeah, lunch in Alabama at this nice little uh, burger joint, like a uh, indie-type burger joint. Like oh, pig sm- fuckers? Small place. No, yeah. no, no, but it was a really good meal. And it was amazing Fake that puckers, we, we looked yeah. across the street at the park while we were eating, and in it was a Confederate statue... For the Confederate Army and a giant stone cross and about five bums that were kind of aggressive when we walked by when they walked at us. Wait, I didn't. I wouldn't say they were going to hurt us, but they definitely wanted money. Is that like and power were walking? Beelining. Oh, oh I see, they were yeah. beelining like like ball walkers. Yeah. And also the highest population of squirrels I've ever seen in my entire life. I think there were nineteen squirrels Why the per fuck cubic the, meter. The fucking uh, homeless and they people, were not scared of people. If you walked forward, you would crunch on huh. them like leaves and fall. Oh my god, that's terrifying. Yeah. Why don't the the homeless people just eat the squirrels? I I, I don't know. Because the fucking squirrels are dicks, and they're, they're fucking sick of it. Actually, the, the, it's the sick squirrels. The squirrel. <laughs> no, it's the squirrels have been eating the homeless people. That's how <laughs> there's so many. They're so fat, and healthy. Yeah, there's just like a pack of squirrels like running over a homeless person, and like a skeleton left in their wake. It's like, oh shit. Well, that's how we fucking clear up the one, Alabama one, homeless problem. One really fat homeless man over near a tree, just packed with other homeless men for winter. <laughs> <laughs> that will stay warm. Squirrels help. Yeah. All right. And uh, lastly, we have both in Oregon and in North Dakota, for some strange reason, Minnie Mouse is the most popular costume. And, Chair, I have to ask you, is Minnie Mouse in pop culture at the moment? Is this I, popular? Why the fuck are you asking 35-year-old Jeremiah who spends all his time making stupid songs on his goddamn computer what is popular in you pop culture? You thought Steamboat Willie was vintage porn until I told you otherwise. Well, that's because it's just you, because why not whack off to it? <laughs> Look at his whistling. Dude, have you seen his Boats fucking puckered up? make hard and I have a willy. Well, yeah, look, at, look at his puckered up lips. That's the, You tell me those aren't dick sucking mouse lips. Jesus. Think, Jesus, tell I me. I think anything that defies the laws of buoyancy. Wait. Okay. <laughs> mm, 
I don't think you're defying the law of buoyancy by being buoyant. I think you're just being buoyant. You're being buoyant, actually. Defying the laws of buoyancy would be either not. being not buoyant or too buoyant. Well, even that. No, would if you be... were if you were buoyant uh, by nature, so but you dense. but you sunk, you, your density would be. But then you wouldn't be buoyant, and hey, therefore Jared. you would just be what? Hey, you know what we haven't done in a oh, while? Oh, well, hold on a second here. Wait, we skipped one. Oh, uh, oh, Idaho. Oh, we did skip one. Why did we skip that one? I, I, I think it's good. Well, I didn't see one listed here. So what do you think the most popular uh, Idaho one is? Oh, easily um, uh, a giant turd that's on fire with knives sticking out of it. Right. Because um, I think flaming knifed to death turds right, right. are on the state flag of Idaho, aren't they? Oh, no, it's a potato. I, I was going to... Oh, never mind. They look a lot alike. Well, yeah, potatoes I, I, and I, turds. My first thought was maybe potato something. And then I thought, no... That's not a potato. That is a tumor on the prostate of America. And that's, I believe, what Idaho, uh, they, they, they're most popular. It's not that just that's what they're dressing up as. That's just what they are. Fuck you, Idaho. I think uh, I think we're both wrong. As, I, as I'm looking through our notes, I see that I, sc- I, I, I underscored oh, something oh, I, oh, I over that, to yeah. the right. Um, it appears that the most popular costume in Idaho is um, an indigenous persons from Idaho uh, fucking a white cl- colonial settler in the ass with a potato. Right, yeah. Um, it's a potato. I, it's a potato. I, I believe it's like a horse costume. Like, you have to have two people, and you're, you know, front to back, and you have right. to go to the party front to back like a horse. Yeah. Uh, hand up the ass with a potato, and anyone asks what you're doing, you, that's when you can pull it out and show people. But you yeah, gotta oh, put it right back. potato, I'm just a colonial yeah, potato I believe rate. that's how Idaho yeah. is settled. Like a bunch of white settlers uh, uh, ravaged the land. Uh, planted potatoes everywhere and then sodomized the natives with them until they left. So wait, they ravaged the land first and then they yes. just like what? Like tucked they, they the natives away and be like, trees We're... down, they leveled all the mountains, they yeah. filled in all the streams and rivers and lakes with dirt and then they just planted potatoes as far and as the they, eye can and see. And then they told them, they're like, yeah, you just hold on, you just wait there natives until we get this whole well, crop. They, they put them in a, they had them in a reserve for later. Oh, like a native reserve and then they uh yeah. they and were, then so, just so when the finally like the crops came in they yeah, could it only takes a year to make potato. potatoes. Right. It takes a lot longer to make a potato than it does to well, rake some. But I thought like that that's true. That is true. true. In fact, I would actually like to have a, a I, I like watched that special in 60 minutes about it. Like what like slow motion cameras where they're showing <laughs> you know, every my stage problem of it with potatoes. They're just so hard to ram up a native's asshole. But not as hard as growing. I'm Andy Rooney, and I get messed up and pissed when I can't fit a wholesome potato up a Native American's asshole. Is it because they pucker? I don't know. Let's ask one. That's the sound of a potato shooting out of a Native American's asshole. Very nice. Yeah, fuck you, Idaho. Fuck you and your racism and your raping and your fucking potatoes. <laughs> you, just, you just took all of, like, American Columbus Day and all the shit that we hated from last week. You're just like, fucking tuck it into Idaho. Fuck them. Stop <laughs> potatoes. Fuck you and your lack of rivers oh, and streams because you filled them in with potato fields. Too goddamn bad I fucking love potatoes. But uh, there's a lot of places that have potatoes that are not that. You know how they invented the mashed potato? Native um, American rape yeah, with potatoes. Yeah, I figured it has mashed to do many of a potato in those hot little ovens. If I had a dime for every time uh, a food item turned into something that came out of Native American rape uh, from your mouth, I would have a dime right now. <laughs> all right. Um, now, all of you who uh, love content like what we just brought you. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you just do air quotes? <laughs> <to> content. <laughs> 
Um, no, that we love five-star reviews and that over the last few, uh, probably over the last two months, we've received almost 40 new five-star reviews. So we've had to do this in small batches. In the last two weeks, we were so excited about Halloween, we forgot to do a few. So what we have here is another quick round of them. Okay. Uh, Jer, right. I'll start with the first one. We'll just swap back and forth. Sounds good. Um, but if you'd like to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, we're going to continue reading these. It helps the show. It gets us better stats uh, on iTunes. The better the stats we get, the better we will be found and listened to by new people. So if you love our show and you'd like others to love it as much as you, just go leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. Thank you. Now, we start off with the reviews. Uh, this one's from Brother Scoob. Uh, this is oh. Dave from Kickin' the Bobo podcast, which is, by the way, a very good podcast if you want to go listen to it. Uh, he writes, phenomenal podcast that will make you laugh while keeping you engaged in the content. This has become, on. he didn't write this right, but I'm, I'm okay with that. One of my new weekly listens. Perfect. Uh, thank you very much, Brother Scoob. Um, now we've got this one that says, Too Funny by Cortez6. It says, if you like comedy, then you'll love these guys. They give me my fill of inappropriate humor. Yeah, that's definitely this episode. Uh, my fave. If you don't like comedy, then F off. Sounds good. Next one, we have, yeah, that's the good stuff, who writes amazing, with five stars, of course. This is really great, very creative, and funny show. Please do yourself a favor. Hit subscribe. You won't be sorry. All right. This next one comes from, uh, it, it says, not very good, one star. It comes from Jeremiah's mom. It says, he talks about my cunt too much. I really wish Jeremiah would stop talking about my cunt. I know it's a tasty, tasty cunt, but seriously, mama needs her cunt back. And I do apologize for that, mom. That's the only one-star review we've ever gotten. Right. Uh, but I did want to uh, read the next one here, you wanna, actually. You want to take two? Yeah, if I could do that. Because that, that one was a little bit depressing. I didn't I'll realize sound that effects one, was, for this was, one was tucked in there. This is uh, Scary Horror News, who says, There's so much good stuff. Thanks for all the great radio. You guys are on it. Those are spooky sounds. Is that spooky sound? Well, it was scary horror news, so I thought I'd give him that. Okay. Uh, yeah. The next one by is KSE is God. Glad I gave him a shot. This podcast, a chance you won't be sorry. <laughs> I said that wrong. You yeah, you said that one wrong. <laughs> I don't mean we were giving like somebody else to be like, oh, they didn't say it right, but I guess I'll correct uh, let it. Let me redo like, this one. Give God, this podcast God a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be sorry. Yeah, that's great. All right, next uh, I, one. I think I know who I think I know who wrote that. I think one. I know that one too. Uh, yeah. Uh somehow KSC's God came in there. Um this one is uh Coolion LA and it says Lost at Home Podcast. Great stuff. Awesome. Last one, Finn Deet Screek. Finn's Deets Creek. Could be could be a couple different ways. Uh he say writes PCL. Listen to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. Thanks. Perfect. Remember, we tell, we'll, we'll we tell you, anything. we will yeah. we'll let you do that. That's no, that's, fine. That's one of the things we do on the show. We allow you to write anything you want, and we will read it on air, which is half the fun. If you guys want to write something ridiculous, you want to write a poem, a song, a rap, uh, a, a self-proclaiming statement about yourself, your podcast, your show, uh, you want to tell off your boss, but not do it yourself, uh, just Ooh, that's go ahead and that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. We could and, and honestly give us a little shout out ahead of time. We will make that one special. Oh yeah, you yeah. will stuff a yeah. dick in that one. Yeah, stuff a dick. Rub in it that. around, flick it. What do you do with sex? I'll stir it like pudding and slap it against the screen door. I, I think I think you need to listen to a little more pure gas. Have you ever watched? Podcast, have you ever watched that kind of porn? Really? Pudding porn. Pudding porn. My favorite just, uh, kind is where they usually have like the country setting. I don't know why, but they're always like yokel porn. But it's a, a lot of stirring of pudding with dicks and then slapping against screen doors. 
Does it make like a sound or something? Or? It does, and it shoots out the other side. I saw one where a dog didn't know what was happening, and it walked up to the screen door and it was putting it in its face, and it yeah. barked and ran off. Yeah. And the, 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 the hashtags at the bottom, it said bestiality. And that's not the reason why I was there. Hashtag bestiality did not bring you there? No, it was hashtag uh, uh, pudding porn. Okay, hashtag pudding porn works. Hashtag pudding pop. Hashtag stir that pudding. I like the thought of like just foley art. You know, foley artists always are like, "Oh, how do you make the sound of a gunshot?" Oh, we put a grapefruit in a sock and we hit it against the. I like the, th- the fact that like there's some really amazing like the transformer sound brown can only be made by someone sticking their dick in pudding and slapping against the screen door as a dog runs into it. They're like all these amazing sound effects you hear like fucking like transformers like <laughs> it's like the, it's like the Wilhelm scream. You know, in every movie there's that one guy goes yeah. ah yeah same scream the Wilhelm scream yeah, yeah you get the pudding. Screen door, dick slapping yeah, dog it's, face it's, noise. It's just been like in the Foley game for so long. Like, oh man, yeah, everybody knows the Transformers sound. It's dip, dipping your dick in a vat of fucking pudding and slapping against the screen it door. The dog as runs as into it. Like fucking surround sound and everything. And Michael Bay having like jerking off. Like that's the fucking sound. Hey, if you guys want to talk to us a little bit more about uh, stirring pudding with your dick and slapping against a screen door, Hashtag we're bestiality. going to be live at ChaseCon oh. this coming weekend. Uh, what is it? The 24th is Saturday. Right. Uh, the event goes uh, Saturday and Sunday. There is a pre-party and an after-party Friday night and Sunday night. And we will be there all day Saturday. If you'd like to come, we'll have a live setup. We'll have mics there. We will record interviews with people on the spot. We're going to do a cool little panel, I believe. We're going to do a with, live With some, with some good panel. podcast friends. Yeah. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna try to record that too, and maybe add it up on our show as like a bonus pod. But it all depends on whether it, well, we get yeah, access like, to the soundboard. Yeah, the and, show and how much access we have and stuff. I mean, we can we're gonna try. We're gonna try. Yep, we like to thank Samuel Chase, the organizer and uh, lead man in charge this year of the entire ChaseCon, and uh, thank you for inviting us. We're gonna be talking to some fun people. Uh, we're not gonna name drop right now because we want to surprise people for uh, November with our guests. But we'll give a little hint here. We will have someone on our show, hopefully, from Star Wars Episodes 2 and 3. Um, that's that's enticing and interesting and kind of fun. Let's let's go ahead and play a little bit of Chase Con, uh, Samuel Chase from Vermont Comic Con, where we recorded him from. Originally. Yeah, talking about Chase um, Con. Some of you may have already heard this if you heard our Vermont Comic Con special episode. But uh, those that didn't, we still want to make sure you get an idea of exactly what Chase Con is all about and come see us. So um, without further ado, let's listen to a little bit of Chase uh, talking about Chase Con. All right, we are here right now at Vermont Comic Con 2015, and we are talking to Samuel Chase of ChaseCon 2015. How you doing, guys? Oh, not too bad. It's nice to have you here. Nice to sit down and talk with you. Um, since ChaseCon's about a month away and we're going to be there, do you want to uh, maybe entice the listeners with a little tidbit? Uh, yeah, well, we have uh, just announced Steve Levine from the original Ninja Turtles uh, comic book. He doesn't really do conventions, uh, rarely does those kind of appearances, things like that, So, but ChaseCon Expo got him. So. Yeah, that's amazing. You got the whole Ninja Turtles 25th anniversary going on. Yep. That's a perfect fit. He helped uh, model how we all perceive and see them now through the cartoon and various marketing. Anyone who has a Ninja Turtles t-shirt that's not from uh, Eastman or Laird, <laughs> Probably is wearing one of his. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just so great. I went up to Wells, Maine to meet the guy, and uh, then I asked him, and it's just incredible, you know, to see this whole convention come together, and that now ChaseCon has now evolved into a two-day convention so quick, and a fall and spring show. 
every year. So Very nice. I was actually going to ask that because uh, we were surprised to hear you invited us back immediately from our last one. Absolutely. I was like, and then I found out, like, wasn't there some kind of problem where you couldn't come, but then you guys made it work? So. Yep. Yeah, we have yeah. side projects, many plates being spun at any given moment, and we got to keep all those plates in the air. Yeah. But uh, we're always happy to join any con that wants to have us. Our show is... Uh, it's always looking for exposure. Yeah. And well, uh, we had a blast last time at ChaseCon. Anyone listening to this right now is on the fence about going this time. Last time was amazing. We had no regrets. We loved it. We uh, put up a good photo spread on our website. You did. Yeah, Thank you can you. go there and look at that. And uh, there's going to be another great one coming up at the end of next month. That's right. Right on October 24th and 25th with a pre-party on the 23rd and an after-party on the 25th. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. And it's actually, you can get into the after and pre-party for free just by purchasing your tickets uh, right on the website. So, Well, that sounds good. And being that close to Halloween, just remember, if you go and you want to cosplay, your cosplay costume could double as a Halloween costume the week after. That's right. And you can get Halloween candy on Sunday. Yeah, why not? Who doesn't like candy? <laughs> uh, old people. Uh, and diabetics. All that sugar-free stuff. <laughs> no, my, da- my dad still eats it. <laughs> he shouldn't, but he's old and diabetic. Uh, a twofer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Sam, for sitting down with us. Hey, uh, thanks is for there any me. other uh, shout-outs you want to give? Oh, I don't know. No. 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 Oh, okay. hey, I became the president of ChaseCon Expo. <laughs> Weren't you already? No, I was only... Uh, I was only like the promoter, so oh, okay. we switched things around, different positions. So you can hire and fire now? Yeah. No. Power. All-consuming. <laughs> Absolutely. So. All right. Thank you very much for being on show with us. Great. Thanks, man. Thank you, Sam Chase, once again. That was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. God fucking. God I'm damn. Hard, I'm hard enough to stir oh, some pudding. I'm a fucking Foley artist over here. I turned into a wrestler. If you'd like to talk to us about wrestling, you can find us on Twitter at the Lost at Home and at Sonic Jalopy. And hashtag uh, WrestleFuck. And you can find us on Facebook. You can find us at our website, uh, www.lostathomepodcast.com forward slash WrestleFuck. I don't think that'll bring you anywhere. (laughs) You can still go there. It'll just bring you to 404. And And, uh, make sure to look at our menu bar. If you go there, you will see a link to our store where you can buy Mm. shirts. Uh, buttons, mugs, baby yeah. rompers, uh, all kinds of fun baby stuff. Baby romper. Oh, yeah. How about uh, ogre uh, o- ogre uh, unicorns? Um, you could put a baby romper on a baby ogre unicorn Oompa Loompa. All right. I've tired um, myself out. And, um, you know, you can find us at ChaseCon, which is in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is the upper New York, uh, upper state New York, upstate New York <laughs> Comic Con. What do you all call it? Well, I mean, New York Comic Con was just last week. So I'm still going to use that hashtag, by the way, when we're at this one. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Hashtag NYCC. Yeah. Other New York Comic Con. technically yeah. we're not wrong. But we will be at the upstate New York Comic Con as opposed to the lower state New York Comic Con. And um, yeah, so uh, everyone have a fun week and goodbye.
Sweat, creating bloated bass 